Across the UK, online and on DAB. Take a far out trip into the twilight zone of late night radio with Ian Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Dear listener, gosh, it's all go. It's all go this evening. We've got a gentleman in the studio fixing um, the computers. How's it going? We're getting there. Okay, fine. We're getting there. It's, you know, and that's um, something will happen. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. This is the late night alternative uh, with me and Lee. Catherine Boyle is there. Word. And Gail Porter is there. I just struck Catherine's shoulder. Hashtag me too. <laughs> Time's up. Hi there, Ian. How are you? Nice to see you. You're going to have to get closer to this. Because oh, sorry, sorry. You've got such a dainty wee voice. Have I? No, honestly, the if, microphones you, like, if you fell out with me, yep. you would know the dainty wee voice is not that dainty. Do you know what? Let's get into it. I bet you've got. A te- I bet you've got a temper. Um, have you got a temper? Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I like to think that I don't have a temper, but I oh, mean, do. everyone does. Yeah, I think so. Don't you? Yeah. When was I'm trying to think the last? T- oh, I know exactly the last time I I unleashed foul mouthed tirade. It was um, it was it was last week. <laughs> it was last week in, uh, on on the phone as I was walking down the street. When, when was the last time you you kicked off, Gail? I don't think I've kicked off for quite a long time, which is quite unusual. So do you one, want me to kick off later? We do one. One's brewing. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to. I'm going to actually like write something down and just kick off for <laughs> no reason whatsoever. Hey, where are you going? <laughs> oh right, that, see, see that's the, that. yeah. Did you see that? That's the guy. The poor tech lad. <laughs> the engineer. Yeah, but did I? You know, uh, you, you scared me. I, I did well me. there. Yeah, didn't you, I? You did. You did yeah, well. It was beautiful. It was. It, it was, was a beautiful. <laughs> it was a beautiful show, wasn't it? I'm trying. I, I did have a lot of issues with with temper and anger and stuff, and I'm and I've been working on it. I'm, I'm better now, and I. Uh, I don't. I didn't know you before. Um, well, okay. Well, um, there have been relatively f- <sighs> few tongue lashings. Isn't it? I don't. I don't do tongue. I, I used to be. I used to be a massive dick, and now I'm. <laughs> now I'm just like a. I'm like a medium dick. Now I think. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna just leave this to you two, <laughs> okay. and you can sort of like go through it. Um, I think everyone goes through times where they're angry yeah. or you know ups and downs and all the rest of it. Yeah. And um, I didn't know you. Well, yeah, you made me cry a couple. I of did times. make you cry. Yeah, twice. Was it twice? I tell you the one I remember. Let's get this out. Shut of the way. up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you see that? I did that whole. That yeah. was a real. That thing is, dear listen. That was a real one. <laughs> um, I remember one, and I. If I got this right, there, there was a it was a, a program for Ch- Channel Four. It was a comedy lab, and it was called Vent, I think. And it was um, was it the ventriloquist dummy that interviewed you? That was the one. It was Uri Geller, um, and and you, the ventriloquist. And it was it was I don't. Do you know what? I've got it on VHS. Someone gave me a VHS tape of it the other day. I've still got a VHS player. So if you want to come <sighs> back to my house we and can watch it and it. make me cry again, well, I think it would probably make me cry. To be honest, um, I know it was mean. Um, I don't remember what was said. If you what you can tell me, if you want to tell me, no, I, no, no, it was fine. It was, it was kind of like um, you know, it was yeah. the nineteen nineties, and everyone was trying to be yeah. funny, and it was all very 
sexual and oh, um, upsetting. And yeah, I didn't, I didn't think it was going to be that sort of interview, right, but it yeah. was. But there you go. You know what? Well, yeah. I'm still here. I'm just bold, and it's all because of you. Gosh, wowzers! <laughs> I'm so pleased. I'm so pleased. I had such a lasting impact on your hair. Um, well, I'm, re- I'm genuinely, I'm sorry. What was the other one? What was the other time? Oh, I don't know. Um, I think you must have confused me with... with... No, it was oh, um, something to do with... Uh, I don't even want to talk about it. OK, well, I'm really sorry. No, honestly, it's not a problem. No, well, you know... It's just daft to even bring it up. No, it's not. Nice. I'm glad you have. Life is life is what it is. Yeah. And you're doing really good. <laughs> and you, No, but you did. You did great in the jungle. Honestly, I'm not Thank just saying you. this. I, You know, I couldn't imagine what... Yeah. You know, I did Big Brother and you doing the jungle. I so. think Big Brother's harder. I think Big Brother is more intense. And um, it's... I, th- I think... Big Brother is meaner than The Jungle. The Jungle's quite mean, and it also a lot of it depends on who you're with. But I think Big Brother... It, they, the, in Big Brother, they really play up the goodies and the baddies, don't they? They really well, amplify those. Also, you know, the producers are uh, sort of the architects of people's dramas, aren't they? Yeah. So if it's getting too friendly, they'll throw off the people. Is this my dream? Yeah, that is yours. OK, lovely. I'm not stealing from Gail. No. That's Gail's. But yeah, but the... <sighs> You know, that's the whole point, isn't it, conflict in Big Brother? I think so. No, exactly. I think it's... With any of these sort of programmes, they know exactly what they're doing. They know how to, like, you know... Push your buttons. Exactly. So, um... But the thing is, I'm quite... Um, I'm very emotional. And I take everything to heart. And I, you know, when I went into Big Brother, I just thought, you know what, don't be so sensitive. And I'm sure when you went yeah. into the jungle, you probably, you know, you... That, the plan are, are you was sensitive not, at any point? Yeah, the plan wasn't <laughs> to burst into tears on day three, but I did, you know, I did. And it was, it, you know, I, I, it was, I, I just found it all so intense and so surreal. Well, I think that's the thing that people don't understand. Yeah. You know, they, they can watch it from... Thank you very much for fixing our computer. You're welcome. Now get out! Come on! Oh, that Poor felt guy. good, girl. You're right. <laughs> Poor guy. Oh, bless him. He, he just got home and he just had a, a meal delivered and then he gets the call back to come back and fix the computer for this <laughs> nonsense. I could have done it. Yeah, probably. I could have done oh, it. Oh, no, no, no. Now we're demeaning his um, years of, of oh, no, training. No, I didn't mean it like that. Oh, my gosh. No, it's just like... <laughs> Can someone give us a call? 0344 499 A, to put Gail Porter in a place. And B, <laughs> to just check that the phones are now working as a direct result of that young man's... Um, efforts um so how long were you in the big brother house for <laughs> until the end oh god <laughs> no um i think i was in until about four days before the end right okay so it just kept going and going and going and it was fine and do you know what the people that were in there you know everyone's different yeah <laughs> laughing when i say everyone's different it was tricky yeah as you know you yeah. know you're you're stuck with people and yeah, it was just it was the thing about that and the jungle is there's nowhere to go. There's nowhere to go. Well, exactly. We weren't allowed we weren't allowed to leave the kind of main camp bit, you know. We we, we could go off and have a shower, but we had to have someone sh- chaperone us. So you you never had any moments on your own. And that's the same in the house, even more so because you know, you're in a li- well, living in the house. You'd go for a shower and you could still hear everyone shouting and right. screaming at each other. So oh, no matter what and I'm kind of quite quiet. 
and you could just hear this noise yeah. 24-7 and they'd be arguing in the morning, yeah. arguing in the afternoon, arguing in the evening and you're in the shower just thinking, make this stop. Yeah. And it just keeps going and going and going and you just, you can't move anywhere. But you know what, it, it was an experience and I knew exactly what I was getting myself in for yeah. and um, it was probably a little bit more than I thought I was getting myself yeah. in for. But um, yeah, it happened and... You know, I survived. You survived. I, I survived. I'm glad I did it. I'm getting lots of nice little, you know, bits of work off the back of it, which wasn't the plan. The plan was to impress my kids. Um, <laughs> and, and what did your kids think? Oh, they loved it. They How old are they? They're six and eight, and they loved it. And when I came back, they made, like, little videos of them doing trials, and, oh, uh, was, and they, they were thrilled. But you didn't let them watch, like, all the drama, did they you? They didn't watch the soap opera. They just watched the, the stunts, you know, the silly stunts. Well, my um, daughter didn't watch any of it. I said to my ex husband i was like no really no how old was she um well it was three years ago now so 13 13 yeah yeah i just said no a big brother and i I didn't want them to watch the soap opera because that's when the you know egos and things come in and i think big brother is that it is said that it's conflict and uh, yeah it's it's not nice i was i was uh, my my youngest who was uh five when i came six now and um he was playing a video game after i'd been there and um, he he did something badly on it, and he just went, "Oh Jesus!" And I went, "Whoa!" Can you say that on the radio? You yeah, can, because I'm can. quoting a five year old. I went, "Whoa, dude! Hang on a second. Let's just have a little chat about what happened. That's not appropriate." And he said, "Daddy, I I saw you doing it in the jungle, and what it was was there was a thing where they gave me electric shocks." Without, and I didn't know when they were going to come. Oh, I didn't and so see it's, that. It's, it was That's a, a mere, it was a mere car dressed as a cat blindfolded and every time he knocked something over I got an electric shock and so there's me going oh Jesus and my five year old boy has seen that and thought that's an appropriate way just for everyone that's listening to talk radio um, Ian just stood up (laughs) and did the whole thing so you know (laughs) can I let you into a secret some of those electric shocks were faked as well what yeah they get it was it was was a tens machine and it, it was very hit and miss and so I turned to them and said, I'm not getting electric shocks when I'm supposed Why to. Why did you tell them? Because I, did, I didn't... I know, right. <laughs> I just go, oh, oh, ouch. And they said, just pretend. So about... <gasps> that's really Half bad. of them were real. Yeah, that's really bad. Tragic comic in <laughs> fake electric shock scam. We knew you had a game plan. I did have a game plan. Um... <laughs> So half them, but he was he was doing that because he'd seen me doing that, and I had to say, look, I shouldn't, maybe I shouldn't have said that, and it's not really appropriate, and blah 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 blah. But um, but they loved it. I also wanted there were three reasons that um, I wanted to tell twelve million people that I do a radio show, and I needed quite a bit of money quite quickly. And and well, you know, I think I think you know a lot of people look at people that do reality shows and just they've got their own sort of ideas about yeah. why they're doing it. But I did Big Brother because I was skint. Yeah. End of. It's a job, isn't it? It's you know job. what I mean? It's a job. Yeah. And the thing is, I am not sort of uh, extremely qualified in anything else other than talking. And then sometimes when there's no talking jobs, you're kind of yeah. up the creek that begins with S and ends in IT with an H in the middle. Yeah. Well, it's not in the middle, it's the, sorry, yeah. yeah. But do you know what I mean? <laughs> so you kind of like go, well, what do you do? You just, yeah. you just keep going. And um, yeah. so, you know... But also, it's an experience. You, yeah. can't, you meet people and you just think, oh, wow, uh, oh, you're crazy, actually. <laughs> Have you uh, made... Did you stay friends no. with any of them? No. No? I think we talked about this on the we radio. We did before. mention them, yeah, yeah, no, I mean, they were, they were fine. 
But I, I will tell you what fine means. Yeah. But I can't tell you okay, on the air. But um, it means something insecure. Yeah, oh, I'll right, tell you. Okay. Yeah. You know what it means. <laughs> anyway, so um, no, I'm. I spoke to a few of them, but yeah. I, I just think it gets to the stage that you just think, do you, I, I didn't really want to make friends. Yeah. I just wanted to pay the rent. There End was of... um, there was an award ceremony on Tuesday yesterday. Um, the Television and Radio Industry <laughs> Club Awards, and I was invited, and I was, and I said, you know, because I'm trying to say yes to more things that I would normally say no to, and I was going to which is everything, which is I would say no to everything. Oh God, I do. You'd rather, just rather not, wouldn't you? And I said yes. I'm the same. Yeah. And because because I'm a celebrity, was up for an award, and then I thought, actually, do you know, do you know what? I I I I don't want to keep on going, hey, I'm that guy that was in the jungle, you know, because from from late December, people were telling me to stop milking it, you know, and stuff. So I, I kind of uh, I kind of backed away from that. Put your headphones on, girl. We have a caller. Oh, sorry, sorry. That's yeah. all right. You only need it for callers. There's a, if you follow that cable round, there'll be a volume controller if it's too loud or too no, quiet. No, you're, you're really loud, but it's well, quite nice. Actually, okay. I'm quite enjoying it. Let's go to Mick. Good evening, Mick. Hello. Hello, oh, Mick. <laughs> Mick, you've got a great Hello. Hello! <laughs> and that's all he's got. Yes, Mick, what, what can we do for you? Hello, what's your favourite shoe? My favourite shoe? Yes, mine's a brogue. Um, I, I like um, Converse trainers. OK, thank you, bye. Th- thank you very much indeed, Mick. There we go. <laughs> Oh my gosh! You know I'm so happy I like stayed up so late to come here. <laughs> <laughs> it's like news night in so many ways. It um, is, isn't it? Gail is here with us for a while. If you want to phone in and chat to her, you you can. If you want to ask her about her favourite shoes, you can. Adidas. Oh really? There we go. Oh, Do you so... know what Adidas means? Don't. Y- yeah, no. I, yeah, it's Greek. All day. All day. I'll tell you in a bit. Oh, this is incredible. Oh, I thought it was short for the guy who's, uh, who invented them. No. Adidasler. No, Adidas is a Greek god. No, Nike is. No, Adidas as well. No. I think, or is that Dunlop? Yeah, Green Flash. Um, all... all right, let's work this out. Hang on a second. We were going to go to the break there, but we're not now. <laughs> no, it's more important. Here we go. It's, it's a fun quiz for all the family. Probably not for all the family. I imagine one of those, at least one of those words is filthy. <laughs> what does Adidas mean? This is Tour Radio. Kick off your slippers. Don't go to bed. The party is just starting. You can sleep when you're dead. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Whatever. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Catherine Boyle is there. Yeah. And uh, Gail Porter is is there. Hello. Uh, b- before the uh, before the break, Gail set us a little mind bender. Gail, could you remind us, please, what was your mind-bending question? It was, what does Adidas actually mean? Oh, it doesn't... I don't know if it actually really means that, but, yeah, you know. You know what I'm saying. Well, we've... Paul Devonish has tweeted, all day I dream about shoes. (laughs) It's almost there. Um, uh, JPU says, all day I dream about sausages. Closer. Almost there as well. Martin it's getting, it's getting says, closer. All day I dream about sex. Is it is it shag is shagging is it meant to be? Right, okay. Well what, is he talking about me or the shoes? <laughs> um Scott is asking Scott So it's all day I dream about shagging. Uh, yeah. 
Um, yeah. I don't know if that's true, but someone told me that. Oh, it's, of course it's not going to be official <laughs> company policy. Is it? it can't well, be. No, I'm going with that. I am, I'm seriously going to try and get a job there. Wow. <laughs> um, Scott... And I don't want you to do this, Gail, but you're your own human being. You can disguise, dis- decide. But I'm Scott not... says, shout out from Gail Porter, please. I'm a big fan. Don't do shout outs. Don't, know, don't do it. Don't sink to his level. I will do. Don't sink to his level. Go on, then. Scott, from where? From, from Twitter. <laughs> I don't know. He's not given his name and address. Hi, Scott. It's Gail. And Ian says, don't say a shout out. And I've done it. And Adidas. <laughs> <laughs> He's uh, he's fourteen. Okay, right. I'm, te- I'm teasing. I'm teasing. I'm, Don't say that. I'm teasing. Oh, Let's go. I keep touching this screen. Look like a like a, a, a um, um, trying to think of something clever to say. Like chimp. A, like a chimp. That's it. Yes. Thank you. That's uh, really. Cl- do you know what? I love you. Huh? Oh, thanks. How do you survive without this gorgeous lady? Well, we'll find out tomorrow because she's not bothering to turn up for work. He'll and get sacked. I'll again. do an excellent show no. and probably win an award. <laughs> Ian is on the line. Good evening, Ian. We're all oh, Yes, hello, Ian. <laughs> I'm going to ask Gail something important. OK. Oh, he wants to ask you something um, important. This is the right, right place. Ian, topping? <laughs> Pardon? What's your favourite pizza topping? Oh, God, here we go. <laughs> here we go. Um, I don't eat pizzas. OK, then. Um, sandwich topping, then. Sandwich filling. Sandwich topping. Hang on, what do you think this is? Eamon Holmes? Not yet. <laughs> um, <laughs> what's your favourite pizza topping? Mine, anything. Anything. What even like a even like a dog turd. Um depends if it's got lava soy coming. Right, oh you dirty animal disgusting creature. You don't eat pizza? Well I do, but I just couldn't oh, be bothered okay. to speak to him. Private anyway, isn't it? It's private. <laughs> couldn't be bothered to speak to him. Um so what do you do? So you, you, you. What do you do? What do you do? Remind so what me. What do you do? Remind Gail? me. I've seen you somewhere. Um, you, you, um, you've been. We message each other now. Um, yeah. Not very often, but occasionally. Um, but you do it. I'm up at ridiculous time. I, don't, I get to bed about half two, three o'clock. Um, and you're also up at that time yeah. of night. Why? What? What's that all about? Um, I've I've had insomnia for a long time. So. Um, yeah, I just can't get to sleep. And then I get onto Twitter, yeah. which is a really bad thing. I should really, like, switch off everything yeah. electronic. But then I suddenly think, oh, my gosh, there's a new horror film on Netflix. And I go, oh, yeah. And then my brain just doesn't work like a normal wow. brain. So it just keeps going and going and going. So it's great. And, um, well, it's not great. That's a crazy thing to say. No, it's, it's you know, I deal with it, um, but I just can't stop it. So how much sleep do you get then? About three Four hours. Wow. But then when I do sleep, so yeah. if I, like, catch up one day, yeah. I can sleep for maybe ten. Yeah. And, you know, you oh. can call me. You can, I, I will not know what's happened. And I'm out for the count. I'm I'm happiest when I'm asleep. I love I love sleeping. How can you be happy when you're asleep? Cause you don't know what's happening. Well, okay, I'm less miserable <laughs> when I'm awake. I'm miserable when you're I'm not asleep. Miserable all the time. I'm, I am. But, but are you miserable all the time? Um, I'm going to say yes just to keep the image up. I've been having some. Gr- I don't think you are. I've been having some great dreams recently. Some great dreams. I had a really vivid food See dream that- last night. Did you? Oh, it was a good. You- oh God, we started off. With, it was uh, Mike Graham that does a show um, yeah. on this station earlier in the day. I don't yes. know. He must have been tweeting. He, he's one of these people that tweets his food. 
So that must be why it was in my head. I, I'm not obsessed with him, honestly. And it was like three-course <laughs> meal, but so it really on, we're, we're, we're Backtrack, backtrack. <laughs> I'm not obsessed with him, obviously. Honestly. Me think Seriously? of a lady. I mean, he's a whole lot of man and all. But, uh, yeah, no, I was obsessing about his roast dinners. Can someone tweet um, Mike Graham and tell him that um, Kath is Obsessed hot, hot Obsessing with him <laughs> and his roast dinners. What was, it, what yeah. was he cooking? Sausages? Oh, it was fish to start with, yeah. and it was just great. And then it was some kind of meaty roast <laughs> for mains. Meaty. Are Boom. you OK? Yeah, oh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm you've, you've, you're remember. Blushing. Oh, it was great. It was great meat. Blushing. It was delicious. And what about you? Do you... Dream or yeah, I have great. I'm on um, uh, mitazapine, which just gives me the most insane dreams I've ever had. I would say they're incredible. What's that? Is that a antidepressant, anti anxiety? It makes me put on a lot of weight, so I'm, I'm kind of cutting it down, but um, uh, but it knocks me out, and I just have these wonderful. Quite, quite terrifying dreams. But I like I, I, dreaming is exciting. Oh, I love dreams. I keep a wee notebook by oh, my do bed. You? Yeah, I keep a notebook by my day. And then, so if I wake up at like if I manage to sleep, yeah, and then suddenly something bizarre will happen. Like maybe I'll see my mum, or you know, and then I'll I don't know. I've turned into a dragon, and then I. <laughs> Maybe eight you or something. Right. But yeah, that's you know. tonight's installment. Yeah, that's, wow. yeah. And uh, I write it all down. Has anyone ever. Um, I'm going to say something that sounds stupid, but it might. Maybe there's something in it. Has anyone ever met someone in their dream properly? Do you know what I mean? That, oh, do you know what? That would be my most amazing thing in the world ever. Yeah. That you kind of have this, and then suddenly, you know, you have this out of. You're, yeah. you know, you're fast asleep, and then you see something, and then it happens in real yeah. life. How amazing! Wouldn't that, would that be amazing? Be? And you'll get, wasn't it? Um, it was the lady that used to present the one, Christine Bleakley. Yes, she predicted nine eleven. This is true, Christine Bleakley. Shut the front door. Oh, I don't believe you in the slightest. This is what she, I do not believe you in the slightest. And then Frank Lampard. Yeah. What? <laughs> this What's was in, next? This was in the papers the other day, and we all know the papers only print the truth. She <laughs> had. She came out and said, "Oh, I, uh, that she predicted nine eleven, but she didn't tell anyone." Because she didn't want to sound crazy. Well, then she's as responsible she's as telling those everyone now. terrorists. Uh, she yeah. didn't tell anyone because she had to get up at 6 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> but then she predicted something else. Yeah, she... Uh, no, and that wasn't a dream. I remember this This loose women instalment. Yeah. This, this is a, all, this is a, a good joke, one. yeah. This no, no, it's true. It's she, no, think, she, she thinks she's did. got the gift. She got the shine. <laughs> she oh, wa- my gosh. Are you serious? Yeah. She's walking down the street with Frank yeah. and she saw some scaffolding and she just had this overwhelming feeling that it was going to come down. Yeah. So she moved him out of the way just as it came Saved down. Saved his life. Swear to God, man. <laughs> this is there's, there's stuff out there, Gail, that we... Someone better stick some electrodes on her because there's some tests need doing. Um, <laughs> I, reckon, I reckon she poisoned those Russian dudes. She knows something She's about done it, something. For sure. But if you, ha- if you fell asleep and you, you met... Say, I met, met you, Gail, in a dream, right... And then, and we were like in Nando's and we were just like talking and stuff. <laughs> and then the next day you woke up and you, you texted me. So I said, a weird dream that we were in Nando's. And I went, what did you no order? Uh, I, I ordered the chicken wings, the, the mixed. The mixed ones, yeah. yeah. Course, yeah. And, and, I was, and I go, no, were we talking about submarines? And you, you said, yeah, yeah. And we both met in the same dream. And that then, must have happened. It probably <laughs> did. And then we knew that there was like some sort of scientist that cut someone's yeah. head off. I don't and, mean it must have yeah. happened to us, but yeah. someone, well, it, could some, it could do it tonight. Could do. Yeah, you never know. I want to go to one of those dream laboratories. Oh, I'd love yeah. to. And you, you get know, wired the sleep, up. Yeah, the, the, the sleep clinics. Yeah. Yeah. I'd love some of that. I'd love a bit of that. Anyway, yeah, I would. Um, let's go to... No, I haven't stopped talking. No, I'm joking. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't think I'm, 
I don't think you can book into those, can you, the sleep clinics? They have no, to invite you. you've got to... Just uh, turn up with us. I've been invited. Have you? Yeah. Oh. Can you hook us up? Can we all go? Hook us up. And there's a pause. Let's go to Jamie. <laughs> I'm just riding the pauses, Gail. Jamie, don't be mean. Hey, Jamie. Hi. Hi, guys. It's um, it's Jamie. <laughs> it's Jamie and Joe. We called up last week. Hey, oh, no. Joe. Joe would drink Joe Swash's urine for a thousand pounds. That is disgusting. How? We, I'm hoping everyone forgets that I said I'd do it for five hundred, and, and then he phoned up. Yeah. Um, how was yeah. your wonderful holiday away? It was amazing. amazing. I'm a, when it comes to pizza, I'm a classic guy. I just like the cheese and tomato. No, no messing around. The margarita, yeah, I believe it's called. I do agree with you, Ian. Thank I you, agree. Joe. Anyway, what you got for us tonight, guys? Yeah, um, well, just driving back from the airport, and um, well, we, we got a pretty funny story about when we went to this drag brunch. Okay, there's, um, there's a lot of pressure on this story it. now. You've, 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 you, you, you should have just said we've got what we want to tell you about, but now it's a pretty funny story. Okay, well, it is a bit of both. I tweeted you guys a picture um, a few days ago of uh, us with some of the drag queens. Okay. Oh, I didn't see that. No, I think I've muted you, you this. You must guy. be blocked. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You're just. You have, I'll retweet you it again. Okay. But, uh, okay. Yeah, you have to see it. At some point. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, if you've ever been to it before, I don't know if you've ever seen a drag show or or a, or a one in New York, especially. But they're pretty um, hilarious, and yeah. um, I ended up getting a uh, lap dance from a seven foot black guy, uh, which was the highlight of my entire holiday. And here's, well, here's, um, the, here's the thing, though: um, the the New York drag queens. We talked about this. They look they look hot, man. Mm-hmm. They look hot. I saw some excellent drag queens in San Francisco. Yeah, yeah, like Halloween as well. Yeah. Wonder Woman, yeah. seven foot tall. Amazing. Wowzers. There was a couple that couldn't pass. Yeah. But there was just this one, this one guy, couldn't even put a pair of heels on. He had like his black trainers on. Oh, yeah. no. Uh, and, and, he was, and he was so largely built that he also didn't need to have any fake boots. Oh, God, it was awful. Wowzers. Oh, um, and, and, yeah. the, the, and the, sorry, just remember, the funny part of this story was... <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> Uh, Jamie, I was hoping you'd seen the tweet. I hadn't seen the. T- send me the tweet again. Listen, I'm going to go because it's not a great line. Oh three four four, and it's, 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 it's vaguely offensive. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. Whispering lunar incantations for cross parents, um, cross dressers. Yeah, did you know this about me? And cross rail workers. Steel and polycarbonate. The late night alternative with Ian Lee. I've, I've got a very poor internet connection on Talk Radio. Okay, okay, the first, the first, um, right, we're, we're now, um, Jimmy is saying, we thought Adidas was after dinner, I did a, sh- uh, play. Um, wow, okay. I, I'm really sorry I brought this up. No, well, now, now we've got our first complaint of the evening about you, Gail. <gasps> I met, uh, Paul says, I met Gail, uh, Porter once at a filming for, well, he says TGI Friday, but he means TFI Friday, wasn't he? Yeah. At the bar after the show. She told me to take the Mickey out of Chris Evans's crocodile shoes, and he will give me a free pint from behind the bar. I walked to the bar, passed comment, and he told me to f off. No pints. <laughs> 
Well, I don't remember that at all. But if I did do that, I, I'm giving myself a high five. That's a great one. <laughs> Lovely stitch. Why would anyone believe that? Why would anyone... Oh, yeah, yeah, I'll go and take the mickey out of um, a, a known, you know, very angry man's shoes. That'll go down well. <laughs> no, I never said that at all. Good. I don't, I don't think for but a second... But do you know what? I'll, I'll have that story. I'll take that. Yeah, I'm sure on. we all get stories. Well, you must. No, Maybe. No. I get... Well, I, I get... I get confused with... Hang on, who's, hang on who's banging around there? Hello? Oh, do you know what? I used to do um, a, 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 a ghost show, oh. so it's probably like... Oh. Yeah, I think that's probably it's beyond. It oh, it's... it's... Yeah, it's... it's yeah. Ricardo, are you dead? Oh, no. <coughs> uh, hi, Ian, how are you? Okay, I'm okay, Ricardo. What have you got for us tonight? Hi, Kat. Hi, Gail. Hi, um, Ricardo. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. I just wanted to say, sorry, waxing a little bit lyrical, but um, thank you so much, Gail, for, you know, the Houses of Parliament projected image. Seriously. Mate, come on. Is that the best you've got, really? Well, Ricardo, as long as you're happy. When are you ever going to get the chance to speak to Gail Porter? You might you might see her in home base. <laughs> oh, no, B&Q. Oh, is it B&Q? I used Q. to work in b and um, had a, I had a dress that said, Gail, happy to help. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you change your name to Porter? <laughs> <laughs> um... How do? Oh, all right. Well, he, listen. He's he's brought it up, and uh, but how, when people mention stuff like that, what is? What, I mean, well, I, I feel, I, a bit, I feel I, embarrassed. I feel a bit rude. Is Ricardo still there? Yeah. Do you want me to get rid of him? Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I just want to say thank you very much. It's really interrupting me. He cuts you off. No, no, no. I just want to say I'm not cutting you off because we're having a conversation here. But it's very nice of you to call in and and bring up my arms. <laughs> So um, I don't really know how to say yeah. this, but yeah, thank oh, you very sorry. much. Oh, sorry, no, I know. No, 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 it's, <laughs> no, it's yeah. very nice. But I, I know you're to... more than just an ass, but uh, that was amazing. <laughs> whereas, whereas, Ricardo, <laughs> you you are just an ass. Oh, no, but do you know what, Ricardo, I'm actually going to get a T-shirt that says Gil's more than just an ass" <laughs> by Ricardo. Thank you so much. <laughs> He's gone. Is it, is it embarrassing? Did you actually just get rid of him? No, just cut him off. <gasps> Ricardo, I'm so sorry. It's oh not my God. Why, why, why? He's used to that kind of treatment. They all oh, are. Ricardo. They love it. Oh, okay, well, Ricardo, thank you. Oh, yeah, anyway, sorry. Is it embar- I feel embarrassed that that was brought up. Do you, does it make you embarrassed? Or uh, No, uh, not really. It, well, I kind of get a little bit rosy. Can you see my yeah, cheeks? Yeah, I can. Yeah, yeah, rosy. Yeah. I get a little bit rosy. But, um, no, it, I mean, it happened. And I think the more embarrassing thing is that my daughter's going to be 16 and she's kind of looking back and going, you did what? <laughs> You did what? Yeah, but no, then when like, she gets to 36, she went, yeah, well yeah, done. Well done. Exactly. It's a beautiful picture. It, it was a beautiful picture. It was, yeah, it was something different, I suppose. <laughs> did you, yeah. Were you in on it? Did you know no, that was going to happen? I didn't know happen? anything. I didn't know anything oh, about wow. it. So what happened was I did a photo shoot for FHM and they said I was going to be on maybe page 27 or, you know, a little picture. So I did this picture and then... Um, I got up in the morning, I was in the bathroom, brushing my teeth, and I heard my name on BBC News. Aye, aye. Now, the thing is, I can hear my name on all sorts of rubbishy type things, but BBC One News, yeah. you think something really big has happened. And I went through and I saw my bottom on the Houses of Parliament. I was like, oh, oh dear. Yeah. And then my phone rang and my mum just went, what the 
F. And I was like, I love you. And so then I spent the whole day sort of like trying to explain it to everyone. But no, I never got paid. I didn't know it was happening. And um, yeah. See, that's the crappy thing about it. Yeah, that's your image. And it was exploited. Yeah. But it was... Um, I didn't know what to. I didn't know what to make of it. I no. mean, I think first of all, I was angry that I didn't get paid yeah. for doing a photo shoot, and then suddenly it was the biggest selling yeah. FHM in the UK ever. And when I went on holiday, it was in America, it was everywhere, and I was just like, "Wow, you've actually just taken my image." And I mean, it's probably me being, you know, I didn't really understand what was going on. I just thought, you know, it was like, well, you could never have thought they were going to do that. Well, no, of course not. <laughs> if I did, you know, it was, I mean, it was inter- right. The, 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 it was a genius bit of marketing. Yep. It was. It was yeah. an absolute. And the fact that we're talking about it twenty. I guess it was ninety-seven, ninety-eight, ninety-nine. Ninety-nine. So wow. nineteen years later, um, you Prince know, Prince wrote a song about it. Sorry, I'm joking. <laughs> you could have, you could have totally could reeled have. me in, I then, know. Gail. I could have totally. <laughs> um, let's try. Um, I'm hoping we get a decent call because uh, they're not up to. Well, though, this probably is our usual standard. Good evening, Bruce. Hi, Ian. How are you? Um, uh, you don't care, Bruce. What have you got? <laughs> I do. I do. What are you bringing <laughs> to the party tonight? I just wondered uh, if Gail. Uh, uh, by the way, Gail, I loved you on uh, when you did Channel Four's The Games. Years ago. Oh my gosh, Bruce, that was a long time ago. Thank you so much. What was the? Remind me what the game was. That the that celebrities doing the Olympics. Well, let Bruce. Yeah, Bruce it was will tell set you. In Sheffield. Yeah, it was set in Sheffield, and they had about eight or nine celebrities, and they lived in the was it Don Valley Stadium for a week or so, and they had loads of different Olympic style games to play. Wow. And basically, I was rubbish, wasn't I, Bruce? I was terrible. You were you were brilliant, I thought. <laughs> oh, well, do you know what? Thank you so much. But I think I ripped my hamstring. Um, I was so unwell. It, yeah. It, I mean, it was great, but uh, it was a yeah. great idea for a show. But I think uh, Mel C from the Spice Girls, yeah. she tore three ligaments in oh, her knee. Wow. So she was out of action for a year. Wow. Yeah. And um, there was somebody else. I mean, everyone had injuries galore, and then they, they scrapped the show. There's... um I. Ha- oh. Oh, I didn't. What? I didn't get off it. I'm not cutting you off, Bruce. I didn't get off it. But I went for a meeting last year for the jump. So did I? Did you? Yeah. And um and I, I've never. God, they must have been desperate if they uh, wanted you, me and you. I know. I, that, I, well, that, I've never been in a job interview where I've had to say, and then they said, "Have you got any questions?" Yeah. Can I ask how many people have actually gone to hospital as a result of this <laughs> yeah. show? And they I said, asked well, the same question. Yeah, of course you because because last year, ev- last year Everyone. they nearly killed everybody. <laughs> um, and uh, but yeah, I did, I, they didn't offer it me in the end, and that's that's. You uh, kind of told them not to, didn't you? Oh well, no, I did. You're right. For that one, I did. I told them I didn't want it. <laughs> I'm not it. the man for this job. I, I said. I said to them in the thing. I said, look, I'll be, if I'm completely honest, I I don't really want to be here, and um, I'd, I'd be doing it for the money. And my agent thinks it would be a good idea, but um, it's, it's not my cup of tea. And I just said it. yes, and they just turned me down. Well, this is the thing because <laughs> I've said yes. To, I've I, 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 that thing where you go for an interview for for a job where it will be you and other celebrities. And I buy into that whole thing so much and invest so much emotion into it, only to then turn on the television three months later and the show is on with, you know, with other people. And, oh, man, I, I don't like that anymore. Hunted, Celebrity Hunted, mm. they wanted me to do, and I, I kind of bought into that. Anyway, Bruce, go on. I, I just wondered, uh, Gail, if you could choose between Strictly Come Dancing and Dancing on Ice, uh, which one would you choose to go on? Oh, do you know what? I mean... <laughs> 
both would be horrendous for me because I, I'm like a wee elephant, so I've got oh. no coordination. But I would probably have to go for Strictly Come Dancing because if I did Strictly Come Dancing on Ice or whatever it's called, Dancing on Ice, I would probably end up killing someone with the, the whole blade and I'd just, wow. like, I'd fall over and then I'd slit someone's artery and then they'd die. Gosh, you've really thought this through. <laughs> <laughs> I've thought about this for ages, Bruce. Seriously, do you want to be my agent? <laughs> well, if I could, <laughs> if only. Um, I, uh, I. But the only the only worry I've got about Strictly Come Dancing is with my baldness. Yeah. How would that work? You know, when they're always flicking their hair, and if oh. I had a wig, and what if it came off midway? That's how you start the set with the with the wig, and you just flip it <laughs> just off. Flick it off. <laughs> Go I mean, it'd be it. great because obviously I'm not going to be in hair and makeup as long as everybody else. So it's great. Yeah, I should do. What that. if you wanted to do to wear a wig? The magic they do with boobs on that show and sellotape. You know, that's there. Then they stay up for yeah, the whole. Yeah, there's a different thing between boobs and having hair. Is it? Is it? Okay. I'm a bit not, different, I'm yeah. Not that okay is it? With... I love the fact he's like, is it? Is there yeah. some sort of difference between boobs and hair? Yeah, there's, yeah, kind of. Okay. If it falls off, it falls off. What if I, like, if I was doing, no. you know, the ice thing yeah. and then I'd fall over my wig and then yeah. I killed someone? Again, back to that killing. That's. <laughs> You're watching too much true crime. It escalates very, very no, quickly. No, but it's because I used to work, I used to work on Tagger. Sorry, what? I used to work on Tagger. Did you? Yeah. Is this another no, Prince Rowan song face. about me? I don't believe. No, the I she's swear saying. to God, I I used to make tea on Tagger. So this is this is my best thing. Seriously, look at me. Right, don't look at me that much. But so we we had. I used to have to make sandwiches yeah. for the old age pensioners. You made what? Sandwiches. <laughs> Sandwiches, okay. Stop being racist, Catherine. <laughs> she pointed out earlier before I did, we came on yeah, air. That... It was me. Yeah, sandwiches. sandwiches. Yeah. But sandwiches in Scotland. <laughs> and so I was making sandwiches for the um, OAP extras in Taggart. And so they'd all come out after doing the wee scenes and they'd say to me, um, so Gail, uh, what do we have for our sandwiches today? And I go, well, it's either cheese or ham. And they're going, we got better choices on Take the High Roads. <laughs> wow. <laughs> like that. Fine. <laughs> go back to take the highways. So, how did you go from um, making sandwiches for grumpy old Scottish? Because men? it went from it went from like dancing, ice skates, no, I mean, murder, no. tagger. Oh, right. Sorry. I'm now <laughs> asking. I'm now asking a career question. How did you go from that to um, you know being a presenter and doing all kinds of bits and pieces? Um, I was. Um, yeah, my a friend of mine was a director, and I was making sandwiches and doing all the rest of it and I was also babysitting and I was getting on really well with all the kids and he suggested that I went for an audition he said you're great with kids and why don't you go for a children's um, new TV programme and yeah I turned up with hundreds of other people and um, yeah I I didn't have a script and I didn't get dressed up because I didn't really understand you know so I was like, oh, gosh. And there's all these people with like, yellow tops on and bright blue, you know, children's TV players. Classic, yeah. Yeah. And I was standing there like that. Oh, God. And uh, I went in. I went, I don't have a script. I don't know anything. So um, <laughs> do you know what? Don't even give me the job. And they went, well, just, you know, chat. And so I did. And then I got a couple of phone calls. And then eventually they said, you got the job. I was like, are you joking? Wow. And I was working at a bar at the time. Yeah. So well, went, What was it? What was the first show? It was called uh, Tigs, the totally interactive game show. It was live. Wow. 
I don't remember that. What happened in, in no Tiggs? One, no one. It was basically kids phoning in and we were playing games. So we'd play like live school extracts. And, oh, wow. Yeah. And, and obviously everything went wrong. Yeah, of course. Obviously. <laughs> obviously. And you're like, yeah, no, you've won a prize. And in your ear, you've got the director going, they haven't won a prize. I was like, <laughs> oh, I've just given them a telly. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, so it was kind of like one of those, oh, whatever. I don't really care. Yeah. So that went on for a wee while. And then I did a program called Fully Booked. Right, I remember I fully, fully yeah, booked. of course, of course. And that was with, um, yeah, it was, yeah, it was really good fun. Um, Tim Vincent and Chris Jarvis and Morag the Cow. <laughs> remember that? Chris you... Jarvis is still on kids' television. I know. Show, oh, show me. I'm just, I'm just trying to remember, I can picture Chris Jarvis He's on Jarvis CBB, now. Yes. He's great, he's brilliant. He's so good. I mean, I don't understand, he still looks the youngest person yeah. in the world ever, and he was always great fun. And Tim Vincent, I think he's now in L.A. doing E! or something. Oh, yeah, he is. He yeah. is. He went to L.A. Isn't that funny? Not get that the, funny. Get in the... <laughs> Wasn't Chris Jarvis in that? Wasn't he like, oh, no, he used to do this thing like where he Sorry? looked like a rambler with a hat on. Did he do characters on Fully Booked or was he as himself? I don't know. I don't actually remember what happened. <laughs> you mean you don't, you don't sit at home and pour over those VHS tapes? And... Do you know what? I've never... I, was, I think I said this to you before. You've, uh, did you watch back anything that you did on The Jungle? Uh, no, I've watched, I've watched um, the, the, some of the trials, but that's it. That's right. it. And a couple of bits they showed me to try and make me get angry. And I don't upset. think I've ever watched anything back, apart from when I did Dead Famous, right. when we were looking for dead people in America. I saw that. that was did so you? Good. Yeah. I did watch that back because... Who did you find? Everyone. <laughs> no. <laughs> it was Marilyn, wasn't it? And There was Marilyn Monroe. There was all, all yeah, Al Capone. Um, yeah, we slept two nights in... Um, Alcatraz. Did was... you not have like non-famous dead people getting in touch, and you had to go, no, 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 get no, the line clear. See, this, this Keep is the, the line clear for this Elvis. Is, this is the whole thing that made me laugh so much, and I used to fall out quite a lot with the guy that I was working with because no one would contact him that was non-famous. Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. it was always like, no, Frank Sinatra's here. <laughs> <laughs> of course he is. <laughs> and you like. I think Brian was dead over there. <laughs> no, 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 Frank's here. So, yeah, it's all kind of like... But it was amazing, and I loved it, and I loved the psychic that I worked with, and mm. I still do. But and Do you that, believe in it? Um, I did have a couple of times when I was not comfortable, like, really not comfortable, mm. thinking, I, I need to get out of this place. Right. But um, I think the best one was when um, there was a psychic in... Uh, we were in solitary confinement and the girl next to me, she was a psychic and there was, apparently there was, <laughs> there was old prisoners in um, Alcatraz trying to contact us and then she suddenly shouts out, so I'm completely, you can't see anything, we've got little cameras filming ourselves and then she's like, oh my God, there's a man in here and he wants to sleep with me, not you, Gail. But, uh, <laughs> Cheeky man. Just me, not you, Gail. Are you okay, Gail? I'm like that. Oh, oh my gosh. I'm actually being turned down by a dead person. <laughs> no, I, yeah, no, he loves me, not you, Gail. Anyway, <laughs> and that went on for about 20 minutes. I was like, okay, I get it. 
He doesn't fan the, the, the ghost doesn't fancy me. I want you to get room. I'll just be in solitary confinement on my own. Not you, Gail. Um, we've got Jerry and we've got Amanda. We'll come to you in a second. This is the Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. Closing time conversation for tax inspectors, taxi drivers and taxidermists. Great big talk for the wee small hours. You've been trolling me big time, mate. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh, three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Catherine is here. Gail Porter is here. Hello. Um, that's Scottish for a hello. Yes. I, my my <laughs> my granddad was Scottish. He was from Aberdeen, and he was also he, he liked drinking a lot. And, and I, it, the Aberdeen accent, as you know, is very. Thick. Uh, do you know what? It's really difficult because yeah. even I can't understand yeah. the Aberdeen accent. And I'd be like six, seven years old, sat at his feet on a Sunday, and he'd just got back from the pub, and I couldn't. And I'd sit there, and I, it used to upset me because I couldn't understand what he was saying to me. And he'd be chattering away, and I'd just be going, uh huh. Uh-huh, and then I'd run off crying. My poor granddads. Oh, but granddads are the best. Did yeah. your grandpa ever eat dry roasted peanuts? I guess so. Yeah, my grandpa used to. Do you know what my grandpa's name was? Horatio Walter Stanley Twiddy. Wow, let's get all the old-fashioned names and give them to one guy. That's brilliant. I know, Horatio Walter Stanley Twiddy. Fantastic. I know. Um, what, are you do- what are you up to at the moment? Nothing. Nothing? No, I'm joking. Um, no, I'm writing a book and I'm hanging out with you. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I do vintage TV, so I... I like... I've done some stuff for vintage TV. Vintage I is like great. vintage TV a and lot. And I... Oh, I do the Butlins. Now, tell me... Because I, I, I saw I references. Yeah, what, what, so what is it that, that they do at the Butlins? Well, they do, like, a 90s weekender or an 80s weekender. Yeah. And when I first got the call saying, would you like to do a 90s weekender, I thought, oh, my gosh... Really? Yeah. Butlins? I've never been to Butlins in my life. I have never had so much really? fun in my entire life. Yeah. We had, I think we had Visage, we had Frankie Goes to Hollywood. Oh, man. And we were all hanging out afterwards. Yeah. And but the nicest thing is, it's like the people that actually buy the tickets to go there, they are just there for yeah. the weekend with their wife or their husbands. or It's just, it's fun. Yeah. And it's not like, you know, you're going to go out in the middle of London in the West End and think, oh, is there going to be a fight? Mm-hmm. We need to get a yeah. poem. They're there to have a laugh. They are there to have a few drinks and dance to yeah. great 90s music. I've never had so much fun in my life. It's a great... Ch- if those don't know, it, it kind of plays old music and, and some new music. And there's loads of live. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they had Human League there. Yeah. They had, yeah. And it's great. And everyone's just dancing. And There's one fun. guy that runs it. I can't remember the gentleman's name. There's a guy that runs... Because I met him, because I've, I've done a couple of things uh, uh, for them, and we went and saw the Bare Naked Ladies do a session for them. That was a vintage TV. Incredible. Um, and um, it's, a, it's a great... Ch- I can't work out how he turns a profit and how he manages to do it, but it's a cracking little channel. Yeah, I've got no idea, but I mean, yeah, it's a great channel, mm. and I think you know he does it for the love of the yeah, music. Yeah. Oh, yeah, which is brilliant. So I've I just did a, a thing down in Camden, um, like some of the guys from the Sex Pistols. I right. introduced them, and wow. yeah, just do you know what? Yeah. I think not that I'm getting old, but there's something really nice about going back yeah. to old old school music yeah. and live music, yeah. and you know, I, I just sort of watch. What my daughter's going, you know, she's watching MTV. Well, she doesn't watch MTV because she's not really that, you know, she's not that dumb. But, um, <laughs> but you know, it's just like it's, it's like videos of rubbish and yeah. people getting injections in the backsides, and you just think, do you know what? Well, hang on, <laughs> yeah. you watch loads of murder. Yeah, well, murder's good. Sorry? <laughs> Let's no, go. only because I want to be a detective. There you go. Yeah. Gail Porter, um, murder <laughs> is good. No, as in I'm going to solve it. Uh, um, hello, Amanda. 
Hello, hi, good evening, Gail. Hi, Amanda, how are you? I'm good, thank you. And you're Scottish? I am, yes. From where? Uh, Glasgow. Oh, I love Glasgow. Yeah, so firstly, I just want to say I think you're a lovely, lovely person. It's such a pleasure to hear you tonight and to watch you on Periscope. Um, Yeah. And second, she, she's making oh, it right. I thought you said on a telescope. I thought you were actually watching. <laughs> I thought Sorry, you were actually watching me. Right? Sorry. She's, make, she's making it sound very, very sinister, though, isn't she? I know. We, it's, yeah. Anyway, Amanda. Sinister. Oh well. And yeah. So you're down south. So I was just wondering, do you miss anything from Scotland? And if so, what do you miss? If you do. Oh, Amanda, I miss everything about Scotland. I miss um, the people. I miss um, being extremely cold. Um, <laughs> I just, yeah, I think everything about Scotland just makes me happy. I mean, I, I do love being in London, but, you know, it's it's sort of like a daily grind in London, you know, tubes and, you know, transport. Whereas in Scotland, you kind of can walk from A to B. And, yeah, people are just amazing. So, And I miss you, Amanda. Oh, of course, of course. Great stuff. Thank you very much. Bye for oh, now. Bye. Thank you, Amanda. <laughs> Let's go to uh, Jerry. Good evening, Jerry. Oh. I'm trying to ring you back. Okay. Well, you take your going to Are you going to ring us back? Yeah. All right. Um, we'll speak to you a bit later on, Jer. Take care, mate. Okay. We'll, we'll speak to Jerry later on. Um. Do you want to go home, or do you want to stick around for a little bit? <laughs> Longer. I mean, I'm not fussed. It's up to you. <laughs> You're not fussed. It's up to, it's up. Way to make oh, her feel like she wants to stay. Yeah, Gail, I don't even care. I mean, do you want to go and solve a crime or <laughs> do you want to stay, stay here? Stay, stay around for a little bit longer because I do want to speak to you about murders. Okay. Because I've got one that I'm hoping you can help me with. No, I'm not at all. Um, but, but I, would <laughs> I t- could do that. No, do you know what? Yeah. One of the weirdest facts was that um, Tagger actually never said there's been a murder. Um, who said it then? No one. Mike no Yarwood or someone. It's like Jim, Bo- Jim Bowen never said Super Smash and Great. I'm sure I heard on oh, one of the news died, bulletins today he? that He's that died. was his final words, but I may have been hallucinating. You made that Come up. Come on. No, I'm no, sure I heard it. you're confusing that with Stephen Hawking. <laughs> and by the way, guys, it's Stephen Hawking, not Stephen Hawkins or Stephen Hawkings, okay? It was Stephen Hawking, for goodness sakes. <laughs> Um, can you stick around another 15 minutes or so, would that be? Oh, let me think. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Hang on a minute. I've got a cat. Yeah, I, I think I'll be all right. Tough crowd. <laughs> tough crowd. Let's talk radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Uh, what? Okay, Sam, um, you're fired. <laughs> but before before I fire you, um, just assume there's no beds for now on. Uh, 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 here we go. Here we go. Look. Um, this is the, these are the, the kind of, um, um, <laughs> I'm going to read this, okay? Don't, seriously, sorry, what? I'm Gail, just to let you know. Oh, Gail Porter's here. <laughs> Hello. You and Gail Porter would make a nice couple. You are both in the same situation involving your mental health. Ask her out for a date. Because <laughs> that's how, that's how it works, guys. <laughs> nuts attracts nuts. <laughs> Oh, do you know what? I love people. Oh, do you know I hate people? I really hate... I struggle <laughs> no, with people. No, you don't. I, I love people. I struggle with people. Um, how I've you... written a whole book about yeah. being sectioned. Oh, yeah. 
Is this the book you're working on now? Yeah. Right. Well, it's not the whole book about being sectioned, but I think that people are so quick to judge people when you, you know, everyone has bad times. There's not a single person that you're going to sit on the tube with or sit on a bus with or walk down the street with that has not had either a bad morning or a bad afternoon or... And, you know, sometimes it's more prolific and Mm. people know about it because we talk about it. Mm. I've talked about it. You've talked about it. And it comes out. And then, yeah. So so are we getting married? Is that that what the thing is? According to Tony and Slough. It's it's the the OK magazine. Let's get those guys on the line. (laughs) Would you know what we could do that? Just get the cash and then get divorced. Oh, my gosh. And then we could do the the, the breakup. And the reunion. This this is it. We're quids in, guys. We are quids in. We are. um, I should have thought about this before what was i thinking of um is is your book done is it finished um it's kind of well yes but what i've done is i kind of did most half of it on the computer and then i started handwriting it oh wow why because i i I, well my computer was like not working very well (laughs) (laughs) oh i thought some some great artistic reason yeah no no, no, that was good but then when i started handwriting it it reminded me of like writing diaries when i was a child and it actually meant more to me when I was handwriting. It's a different it. experience. Yeah, and so I'd have I have got a book beside my bed, and I would just handwrite things. Yeah. So there's loads of stuff that's in there that I would probably never ever publish. Yeah, but it's you know it just reminds me of things. So yeah, I just did that, and uh, I think the publisher's going to go, what? What the <laughs> hell is this? And there's some drawings, and is there? Yeah. Oh, really? Good. I want to see stuff like that, though. I want to. Can I ask you about being sectioned, or is it? Oh, absolutely. Do you know what? I'm not. I'm not ashamed at all. Okay. Well, no. There's no reason you should be ashamed. But I, you know, I I can understand. A, if it's in a book, you might want to keep it in the book. B, you might just not fancy talking about it. And it's it's that thing of if you've talked about it once before, doesn't necessarily mean that you want to talk about it again. But that's cool if you do. When did it? When did it happen? And what what happened? Um, it was, it was, oh gosh, it was quite a long time ago. I think it was 2013 and, um, I was just, uh, I didn't have enough money coming in yeah. and, um, I'd had my divorce and, you know, stuff that just, I'm, I'm quite sensitive Yeah, and it was just piling up and piling up. And then I made a phone call to an ex and I just said, I don't think I can cope. And instead of him coming to talk to me he called the police saying i think she's going to kill herself wow which i wasn't yeah. that was never in my agenda and so the police turned up and then yeah tried to talk me and then talk talk me out of my situation and obviously being a scottish person i just punched one of them so that didn't go down well it doesn't go down well with the police does it doesn't no, it go didn't. down it well didn't. with those guys and then i was taken into a and e and then i was stuck in a and e for about uh 14 hours or something yeah. in a room and by the time 14 hours is you're over, raging oh raging yeah. and they were like how do you feel it's like are you serious yeah so um my anger kind of went out of it and they said oh we're you know you don't have your mother you don't have anybody so i think it's probably best that we section you so um yeah they put me into section so um yeah went there did that and uh met some really incredible people i bet you did <laughs> yeah what is it that, so what is it like you so it's in a, it's a secure hospital yeah. yeah you're kind of like put into um well, it was the time when they were running out of money. Right. And so I was put into this secure unit 
um, with a lot of other people. Uh, some are were extremely bright and wonderful, and there was other people that were obviously, you know, suffering. Yeah, from, yeah, of yeah. course. I mean, it was a, it was a whole different mm. bag of people, and then um, yeah. So you just sort of. We had no doctors, we had no one. We had like a security guard that would make sure that we'd all stay there. It was literally like being so what a, is, one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Yeah. So what is the, the, the purpose of it then isn't for you to get well no, or be treated. Not in it's the just slightest. to keep you away from harming yourself or harming others. Yeah, so what happened was I think it was day thirteen or day fourteen, a whole bunch of doctors came in and they sat round at a big table and they said, Oh Gail, we're really sorry, we've made a mistake, you shouldn't have been here and then let me out. And so it, it was kind of like you know, you've you've spent thirteen days with people that have problems mm. and you know, I, I knew I was depressed, but I didn't know I was that depressed. And then suddenly they go, sorry. And then they just let you out. Mm. And then nothing. No, can you speak to someone? Can you talk no to anyone? No aftercare, no no phone numbers, no appointments. Nothing, nothing, nothing. at all. I literally, I remember going into Mark. This is like the most vivid mem- memory. I went into Marks and Spencer's to buy a sandwich. Sandwich. Sandwich with a G. And... <laughs> It was like one of the most amazing things that had ever happened to me. I was like, I've only been locked up for 13 days. And also I couldn't buy the sandwich. I had to come out because I was like, I don't I don't know what's just happened there. You're overwhelmed. Yeah, I was like, you guys have just like said I'm crazy. And then, oh, sorry, you're not crazy. And then you're spat out again. And, and then s- see you later. I'm supposed to just pick up from where yeah. you left off. Oh, man. That's incredible. That's terrifying that... That that could happen, um, and terrifying as well. That 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 um, you know that the, there wasn't any treatment in there. That that's the thing. You, I I assumed that there would be you know the, the no, doctor's nothing. visits three times a day, and you'd be checked, and none of that. Nothing whatsoever. Wow. No, nothing. I didn't see a single person apart from the people that were in there. And you know what? Bless the girl that was in the room next to me she was in love with the bongo drums but do you know what bongo drums for 13 days 24 hours a day you're like seriously make it stop wow. you wonder why i'm in section uh, that you would think they would ban the bongos in a secure unit well, that can't be helpful no, there to was anyone nobody th- there was nobody there how there was... did she get bongos in there how did she smuggle them in i don't, don't even no want to think about that <laughs> but do you know what i there was one time because i I'm, I'm a massive star wars fan so i just thought you know what i'm just going to watch Star Wars so I put VHS that's what they had they didn't have DVDs so I put the VHS in and this guy called in fact I'm not going to say his name but anyway he came and he sat down he's like are you going to watch Star Wars again I was like yeah I said it's my only sort of like I was going to say like cling to normality but obviously it's not because it's in space but um, anyway (laughs) um, he (laughs) he sat next to me and he's like can I watch it with you and I was like you have to kind of go and have a look in the, the mirror. And he's like, for what reason? I was like, you have got no clothes on. Oh, <laughs> oh dear. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so apart from that, it was really good fun. Sounds like a great laugh. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? It, it, there's a lot of people that go through these things. Yeah. And I was really... I, I just want to make sure that people know that yeah. they're not on their own. Yeah. You know, because it can happen to anyone. 
and I can make fun of it and I can laugh about it. Yeah. But it's a it's a huge thing yeah. and people should be looked after. And it isn't talked about. I you know like I said I didn't know there weren't any doctors there. I didn't and uh, uh, you know who knows what it's like now five six years later with all all of the cuts that have been happening since then with with mental health and stuff like that. Well, the place that I was in is gone. gone. Is it gone? It's gone. Yeah. I think most of them have, haven't they? Yeah, most of them because I I started working for Mind. Right. And um, most of the places that I go to visit, they've all gone. Well, a lot of people end up in police cells. Yeah. Yeah, you know, for for you know a few nights because there's nowhere for them to go. And we loads of stories as well about kids with mental health issues getting sent three hundred miles away. For, you know. Yeah, I know. I read about it all the time. It's heartbreaking. I just don't know what you're supposed to do about it. But you're right. It it could happen to any of us. Uh, there's there's nothing to be you know. You said you're not embarrassed, and because there's nothing to be embarrassed or no, ashamed I think, about. I think it's... everyone, everyone, if they've got a problem, just yeah. talk about it. Yeah. You know, as much as it could be embarrassing or upsetting for you, if you talk about it, mm. you know, there's going to be someone there to hold your hand. Mm. Definitely, one hundred percent. Um. Let's... Ooh, that got a bit no, serious, it's, it's, didn't it? It's good. Don't worry. I'm going to turn it around now. So we've got Jim the dancer on. I don't. If, if you don't know Jim, um, Gail, Jim. I he's, don't know Jim the dancer. Jim is brilliant, right? Uh, how are you doing, Jim? You're right. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. How are you? Nice right? to speak yeah. to you, man. It's been a little while. Let me just explain to Gail who you are. Jim has been phoning up various phoning shows for years and years. When do you reckon you made your your first phone call, Jim? Uh, it was uh, 2009. 2009. And he makes, or he, he used to make, um, videos of himself. I think you're watching one now. Which one you got on? Jim, I'm actually watching you online right now. Which you. one are you watching? Oh, the one with me. <laughs> Jim makes the, used to make these wonderful sets and these wonderful costumes and would film himself dancing like a, like a good un. To, so, how many of the, the videos did you make, Jim? Yeah, we made 552 altogether. 552. I love the fact you got the 52 at the end. Oh, my gosh, Jim. Some elaborate costumes. I'm actually seeing you with a boat on your head. Watch the Bob Marley jamming, because that one is disgusting. (laughs) That one is... So, Jim, how did this all come about? Uh, I was practising in the garage in my friend's place, and I couldn't get any dance space in the discos. So I'd done it in his garage, and it led to putting pictures up and making uniforms, and it went on and on. And, and I thought to myself, I'll do the whole lot while I'm at it. But he died two years ago, and I couldn't do it anymore. Oh, I'm so sorry. It's been a sad time, hasn't it, Jim? Um, with, yeah, it with, is. With the passing. heartbreaking time, yeah. 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 Oh, uh, bless you. And, Are uh, you OK? Yeah, I'm, I'm still in shock, but uh, I'm living on with it, you know. Oh, uh, well, do you know what? You always have to remember the good times, I, I suppose. I, I love yeah, Jim. One of the best uh, videos I made was the Mar Baker one. <laughs> What, what happened? I don't know if I've seen them. If I have not seen it for a while, what happens in the Mar Baker one? Uh, I've just got a lot of uh, old oh, is that like um, bakery in it and uh, sort of turn it into a video? Yeah, yeah. Mar Baker as in Bone, is it Boney M? Boney M. Is it Boney, Boney M? M? Yeah, that's right. I, I love Jim because I, I love um, I love individuals. I love I think that to me is performance art. I, I love it. I think I, the, the the amount of work yeah. and dedication. Have you got jamming on there? I had a look at jamming. That's got a lot of actual pots of jam in it. It's smeared all over his body. Right. It's disgusting. That then one Mar should Baker, be taken off the internet. He's got he's got a chef's hat on, yeah, and then in Flour. another shot, yeah, in yep. another shot, he's got long white hair. I suppose you'll be in Mar Baker at this point, and 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 like <laughs> um, one of those sort of pizza shovels with a big loaf on the end of it. <laughs> 
<laughs> and we did um, we did a live event, well, a while ago now. And you we... have the best producer ever. Is, isn't she brilliant? <laughs> oh, she I know is, it. She is the most oh, amazing person. I would never say it to her face, Gail, but I know it. Me and Kath did a live show a while ago where we booked... Kath, a... do you want to live with me? Yeah, I do. OK, great. I really Shall do. I just go now? <laughs> we, we booked a live show, a live venue, and we had the listeners would come and do a turn, and Jim came and performed... What remind me what you danced to? You had the weird costume um, with a cat. Yeah. It was um, what's what's new, what's up? What's new, new pussy, pussy cat, cat? Wasn't it? That was it. I remember. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Yeah, and uh, and the uh, chicken head. The chicken head. Yeah. But the cat had a glowing glowing eyes, didn't it? You had a battery pack. Oh no, we plugged you we into the to, mains. We had to plug him into the mains. So yeah. so what do you do like in a, a daily way? Apart uh, from... Well, nothing at the moment, but I've done all them YouTube videos. I was on the uh, Ian's show, and I was on the Britain's Got Talent show as well. Okay. You were on Britain Got... Oh, you were actually yeah. on the show. Yeah, that's right, yeah. It's uh, Jim Fitzpatrick, Britain's Got Talent, oh. on their site. Okay, we'll have a little look at that. How, well, but I'll, how... get, I'll get Kath to... You can Google it. <laughs> yeah, look, I'll show how, you. How, how are you doing it now, is. though, Jim? Is everything all right? Yeah, I'm uh, bearing up to it. I went back on a show again. I'm on the Britain's Got Talent Palladium in uh, three weeks' time. Uh, well, well, hang on. So you're, you're going to the Palladium or it's going to be shown in three weeks' time? No, I'm going to the Palladium in three weeks' time to do the uh, show, yeah. So you're going to get to perform on the yeah. stage at the London Palladium? Yeah, that's correct, yeah. Oh, and I was mate. on it last year under Jim Fitzpatrick, yeah. Britain's Got Talent. Cass found it, I think. Yeah, Cass it's beautiful. Jim, do you know what? I wish you all the luck in the world. Yeah. Do you know what? Someone that just, like, keeps going, and I'm actually watching you being a cat <laughs> right now <laughs> online, and I'm not entirely sure what's happening, but um, I think you're amazing. Oh, thanks very much. It's very kind of you. <laughs> That's not kind, I'm just being no, honest. No, I, I, I agree. I think Jim is one of those people that needs to be celebrated. Um, was Well, yes. listen, Jim, I wish you the best of luck at the Palladium, mate. I'll, I'll have my fingers crossed. Let us know how it goes, won't you? <laughs> yeah, thanks. I've got a couple of good costumes on this one. Go on, what, you, what you do? Are you allowed to tell us what you're doing, or is it uh, a secret? Uh, I've got to keep it a secret for okay. the time being, but yeah. I will let you know, yeah. All right, well, let you give us a call Give us a call the, the, the day or the day after you've done it, mate, and you let us know how it goes. Yeah, sure, will we? Yeah. Best of luck, Jim. Take care. Yeah. Bye. See, see you later. I love Jim. You I... have the best call. <laughs> well, well. Do you know what? Can we're... I get a job, like, in the middle of the night, talking to people that... I don't know why you're not. I don't know why you're not, because I think, because, you, you, bless you, during the news, you said, am I talking too much? Oh, God, no. This is it. This is what we got you in for, to make out, you know, make our jobs easier. But I'd, I'd listen to you on the radio. You've done loads of radio, haven't you? Uh, yeah, but, I mean, I did kind of sort of heart and virgin, okay. and you were a virgin, weren't you? I was, a, I was a virgin and absolute, and, yeah, I've done yeah, bits yeah. of those. Kind of but, things. you know, it, when you have that sort of job where you do, and here is the next yeah. track, you know, it's not kind of, like, your job is yeah. perfect. I could talk all night. And I would love to hear you do it, because I want, the thing, I, I love speech radio, I don't like listening to music radio, because I've got all the music I want, you know, I know what I like. But I like hearing speech radio, and I like hearing people who've got experience, you know, whatever that vague kind of terms means. You've, but you've got life experience, I'd love to hear you talking to these but then you talking know, to these, to these. Oh my for the word. I Kath is just going. No, he's like, like go, go, go. I didn't right. have to finish it. But then again, it's like people who say to me, "Hey, Ian, you should, uh, you should get the eleven o'clock show back on." They go, "Yeah, okay, I'll, I'll phone Channel Four up tomorrow, and I'll make, I hadn't thought of that. I'll make it happen." <laughs> well, can I ask you a question? Yeah, go on. When you watch television these days, yes. what do you think? 
Um, I don't watch much television these days. No, well, I watch crime, obviously. Yeah. Um, um, but seriously, like, you know, when you actually watch programmes that were intelligent and funny, yeah. and, and nowadays, I, I'm, like, my daughter said to me the other day, Mum, I think you're a bit cynical. Yeah. And I don't think I am. No. Because I just watch it and I think I don't know what half these things even. I don't. I don't. I don't think TV is for me. For me, I, you know, I'm a 44 year old man. TV is for like 20 something. 44. Oh my yeah. gosh, you look so much older than me. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a. I've had a tough, tough life. Though. You think you've had it tough being section? Let me tell you. I think no, you're getting better at watching TV because. No. Yeah. I, I mean, don't watch comedy. A couple shows. of years ago, I couldn't watch anything with you because if you knew people. <laughs> You were always like, why have they got that job? Why haven't I got that oh, job? Oh, there was a lot of bitterness pe- pe- watching people who I, you know, my peers doing better. But than I think you've changed. changed. I think you sort of get to that sort of stage that, like, if you watch ITV, you know who the presenters are going to be. Yeah. yeah. You know that they've been signed up for a year. Well, a lot of them are you from know. the same agency, aren't they? Yeah, 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 you know. Yeah, but the thing is, it's like, when we were in our 20s, you just like you'd go from show to show to show show, and yeah. then now suddenly it's like right, mm. you're signed up and that's it. Which you know is is understandable, and that's how they want to work it. Mm-hmm. But I just like I said to my daughter, it's just such a shame that you don't see all these like different personalities. You know, you know, you know well, who's going to be presenting. There's no one's prepared to take a punt anymore, and it's the same in TV and in radio. You used to be able to hear people in radio that that, that you know doing late night shows that you'd never heard before, and that's where they would kind of learn their craft. But now it's you know a lot of radio is people from TV, yeah, because if you can do TV, you must be able to do radio, um, and and also TV programs cost so much money to make now. They're not going to take a punt on. No. New, you know, some new kid, you know, doing it. Also, it's the too thing, expensive a gamble. And to do what? They've got to stop shouting on the telly. <laughs> now, that is an age thing. It is, woman. it is, isn't it? And you know what? I actually went to my doctor's yesterday, and apparently I'm slightly deaf, and I still hear the shouting. Yeah. And I'm just like, stop shouting. Mm. Yeah, trying to convey excitement. You don't have to do it through volume. I live in Essex! <laughs> All right, I got it. I know. I know where you live. I was going to say about the older woman thing as well. Yeah. I think it, it's been drawn attention to in recent times. But it's still weird. We've still got those weird sort of partnerships with a, a guy who's a lot older and a really young woman. Like, for example, the other day I was watching TV and Philip Schofield was on something with his wife, his actual wife. Yeah. And for a moment I thought, well, that, that looks strange. Is she a deal? She's a real human being. Oh, yeah, right, she's okay. delightful. <laughs> but it looked weird to see him with someone of his own age. Yeah. Doing a TV program, which it shouldn't. It shouldn't. Oh, at she all. was on that TV. Yeah, they were. Do, they were doing some sort of. I don't know whether they were testing mattresses or something like that. Where it's obviously. Oh, some kind oh, that's so wrong in so <laughs> many know. ways. Oh. I, I don't want to watch that ever. But it was just. This, it was just weird to me. I guess I'd grown up in a time we're when we're used to seeing older men with. Yeah, with if the man's sitting on a sofa, he's with this woman, and you don't know what the dynamic's supposed to be. It's not sexual. It's kind of like uncle and. But he's definitely the one in charge, and you don't know why. Yeah. And, that's got to change, hasn't it? That's, that's weird. And that's always that, been, yeah. been the way. Frank Boff and Selena Scott. You Brucey know, and every woman you've yeah, ever worked yeah. with. It's always, I mean, yeah. I, I, I don't care how old people are or what they look like. If they're good. As long as they're good mm-hmm. and they can present and be entertaining, I can care. What, what, what they Let's go to Sam. Good evening, Sam. Hello. How are you both? I'm old, sorry. Yes, we're good. good, thank you, Sam. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. I'm just kind of like having a bit of a sort of mental block when it comes to my videos at the moment. Sam is a YouTuber. Hi, Sam. I'm Gail. Hello. 
Hello, Gail. I've um, you follow me on Twitter because I heard you on the Scroobius Pit podcast. Oh yeah, Scroobius oh. is amazing. Oh, we love him. Oh yeah, he's such a nice guy. Oh, he's amazing. Yeah. I think we went in to have a, a podcast chat for about half an hour, and I think I was there for three hours. Yeah, <laughs> he's one of those people. I just want to just want to sit and listen to him talk. He's, I think very, he's very, very clever. He's great. Mm. So what well, you're having? So just remind. Well, tell Gail because she doesn't know, and remind the listener what your your YouTube videos are and uh, okay. why you're having a block, and we will fix that block for you. <laughs> Gosh, that's okie dokie. So I make videos primarily about, primarily about mental health. I think it's really important that I'm I'm 22. I think it's really important that young people speak about it because obviously it's really apparent and it's really prevalent in society these days so social media and that sort of stuff um and i want to help people and encourage people to speak out about it because I don't want to hide in sight in you know in in silence as it were you know so speak to peers at work or peers at school or parents or doctors or whatever so yeah uh, can i ask you sam mm-hmm. um do you, do you suffer is it depression or i my, um, I lost my mum when I was um, like 17 years old, oh, and obviously I'm so that brought on. Sorry. That's okay. That uh, obviously that brought on anxiety and depression, and as, like literally three days after it happened, I announced it on on my YouTube channel, and I help people with bereavement. So I made videos about bereavement whilst breathing myself. Oh, well, do you know Which, what? That's an amazing mm. thing that you've done to sort of like Thank turn you. it all around. But so, do you follow me on Twitter? I do indeed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, send me a direct message. Well, send me a message. I'll follow you mm. and I'll speak to you directly. Okay. Thank you very much. Oh, no, don't be silly. I think, honestly, I think you're already following me. I think actually, I think. Yeah, well, if I follow yeah. you, then I'll chat to you tonight when I get home. If Ian lets oh. me out of the studio. <laughs> you can never leave. I'm never leaving here. But yeah, no, definitely. And Sam, what an amazing thing that you're doing. And I'm so sorry for your loss. But do you definitely. know what? Yeah. So, what, with... so, we're, what, so what's, the, what's the block then, Sam? What is, what's well, not happening? I'm currently going through like a cycle of doing videos yeah. and then not finishing them right. and then getting into poetry oh. and then doing sort of photography yeah. And then getting into videos again. Yeah. But I don't actually share anything because I'm kind of anxious as to whether it's... I totally I understand know. where you're coming from because I do that. I write something, do something, do something, do something and never finishes. Mm. I never finish anything because my brain is just that I'm not entirely sure what I'm doing. So yeah. um, I totally understand where you're coming from. Mm. Why is that? Do you think? I I do a similar thing where I'll 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 have like five projects on the go at once, and um, I don't finish uh, don't finish all of them if if any of them, and I certainly don't give them the the full you know attention that they could requ- that would make them really good or might make you know they might still fail and might still be rubbish and I, we say on this show a lot there's nothing wrong with failure if you I, mm. I, you know I, I learn the most stuff when I fail but I I struggle to finish stuff and focus on stuff is it and... is that how you feel Sam yeah I mean I know that my videos like help people and that sort of stuff but obviously I need to be happy with myself when I'm making them. Um, so, like, I'll get into, like, a new hobby. So my new hobby at the moment is making, like, reworks of loads of different songs, um, like getting stems, like drum tracks and that sort of stuff. Yeah. So, like, keeping myself creative in that regard. But obviously... It's yeah, keeping keep yourself I, busy. That's what I yeah. wonder. Is this, right, a matter of, 
easing up on yourself and recognising the fact that it's not the product that's the thing that's helping you. It's the process and that's fine and it's okay to have a... And they're distractions and that's cool. And just embrace that. And then if something goes to completion because you, you you finish it, so much the better. But just allow yourself to do what you're doing and don't sweat it. Yeah. Does that sound you. reasonable? Definitely does. Thank you very much. Well, Sam, I will chat to you on DM tonight. I promise. Okay, as soon you. as I get home. Okay. Thank you very much. Nice, um, nice to talk to you, man. Take care. I keep Cheers, going to touch the screen. Bye. I'm such a silly sausage. Thank you, Sam. Sam's not called us for a while. It's nice to have Sam on. Um, Was that bullshine that I said, though? I think it's sometimes you do have to just have a little mess around and, and have an, a noodle. Oh, I've kind of tuned your voice out. Oh, thanks very much, mate. I've, I've done. It's so horrible. I've done the equivalent of muting you on Twitter, but in real life, I just, I just. Um... I so, mean, really, what did you say? Sometimes it's so hard to be mates with you. <laughs> Don't, oh man. I'm just showing off to Gail. I know. I'm showing <laughs> off. Fine. It's all noted. It's Are all you? noted. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. Take a trip into the alternate reality of late night radio. I think I'm in something like the Matrix, and so are you. The late night alternative. Hello, hello. With Ian Lee. Is there anybody out there? On Talk Radio. Hello. Right. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. The switchboard's empty for the first time this evening, and I'm 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 really glad that that ad break has finished because you two are disgusting me. <laughs> You, you, Catherine has been banging on all day about this tapeworm story, and I've, I'm really—I'm so not interested. He doesn't in believe it. it. And then you've went, oh, yeah, Gail said, oh yeah, I've, yeah, I like that story. So all right, let's do it then. Let's... No, I didn't say I liked that story. No, I... I said I heard the story. So basically, someone was having—well, I don't know what you can say and what you can. He was say. on the loo. Raw fish. Yes. Someone ate raw fish and went to the toilet and and gave birth out his arse to. Uh... <laughs> I don't know what you can say, but I'm going to say this. <laughs> So he, yeah. to, uh, he'd uh, had Matthew. diarrhea, and so he was in on the loo. Yeah. A tapeworm. Oh, hang on, this is a bit unusual. So this, Who? and he started pulling at this thing that was coming out of Who his backside. Who reaches around and pulls it out? A guy who's been on the toilet for a long time. Yeah, and um, started pulling. I mean, what? I, how five and a half feet. Five and a half feet. <laughs> yes, that's bigger than me. <laughs> that's like shitting me. <laughs> Shitting me, the Gail Porter story. So, That's the so, title of the book for you, so Gail. He wa- Thank you. So he wound, he winds it round the loo roll and takes it to the doctor. What, what weird? I've got a friend who's a doctor, and they do get things in plastic bags quite a lot, a lot more than you'd think. Can you look Sorry, at this hang doctor? On, what? Yeah, can you look at this doctor? I don't understand. So what's in samples, a plastic bag? Samples, basically, of things that have fallen out of people. <laughs> but how do they get in there? What? The, well, this particular one, they reckon he had a sushi habit. So every day he was eating sushi, and they reckon it was that. You can't get tapeworm from sushi, you can. can you? I love Salmon, sushi. Apparently. I, 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 well, I wish we'd asked no. her to leave at that last advert break. Because <laughs> this is this really... is not this is not my fault. It's your You're fault. encouraging her. God, I am encouraging her. Oh, man, that's, that's disgusting. Right, Google something else really disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to Google. Show me something. Dis- no, because that. Oh, no, don't. Well, okay. no, seriously. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, here's something that um, I wish I hadn't seen yet. I'm, I'm really into Twitter moments at the right now. This is where I get all my news from. And Dr. Christian from Embarrassing Bodies. Oh, I yeah. don't like that program. No, well, I don't. No, do you know what? I think he's a very nice man, but yeah. I can't watch that. Oh no, no. programs. Yeah. And why would you show anyone? Right, go to his Twitter feed and look for the look for the no. kidney stones. No, no, no. You're yeah, gonna. You just ask. Oh, come on, go go. See, to... the thing is, I can watch murder. Yeah. I can't watch the Christian man. Yeah. 
Of course, it sounds like I'm talking about a Jesus. Here we go. No, uh, Anti-religious, yes. No, no, no. Um, Doctor Christian, I can't yeah. watch that. And the other thing I can't watch is the Honey Boo Boo. Oh, what's the Honey Boo Boo? I used to like that, and then it got dark, didn't it? What's the Honey Boo Boo? Do you not know the Honey Boo Boo? It's no. this family in their real town, and they real tall like that. No, they yeah. live on the railway track. And they've got, like, loads of kids. Is it, like, one of these reality-type shows? Yeah, and they live in Macon, Georgia, near where my sister used to live. So that's why I started watching. My sister yeah. was in America, and she's like, you've got to see this, it's outrageous. Yeah. This family, and she's got, and the mum's got a coupon habit, hasn't she? And she's got a room just full of things she's got from coupons. Oh, no, no, she's got rid of them now. Well, she yeah. got rid of the husband, didn't she? She got rid of Sugar Bear. Sugar Bear. Sugar Bear. Spoiler, spoiler alert, guys. No, it was years ago. <laughs> no, oh, seriously, okay. no one cares. But I used to think it was hilarious. Then it started to get quite... Yeah. Uh, it's all gone really weird. And the mum's uh, become all glamorous and they've, like, made her over, haven't they? I think they sort of, like, sucked every bit of fat out of her body, yeah. wow. gave her new teeth, Because she was a big girl hero. and she was only young, but she was, you know, she, she wasn't Basically, in the best condition. Basically, it's, it's wrong in all ways. I don't even know... Don't look up stuff! Why are you, you got the kidney with stuff? the stones in. They ain't stones, them's teeth. Wow! I don't understand what that is. That's a kidney human with kidney. stones... And you get if you sometimes you get like a little stone that you have to pass through your your penis and it go, that is packed full of stones. I don't have oh. a penis. No. Um, let me see. Imagine giving birth to all that gravel. Yep. Wow. Yep. There we go. You see. Well, for all you radio listeners, that is a really awful picture <laughs> of loads of stuff that you can't see and you're not going to That's pass it best. through your bowels. Your so anyway. <laughs> Wow. The internet's a horrible place it for is. pictures like that. I don't need to see I got it. put off ducks, didn't I, the other week? Sorry? Oh. Someone told me to Google duck's penis. Oh, my God. I'm never feeding those Seriously, animals again. No, I'm, I'm not joking. When someone says that to you, do you actually do yes, it? Yes, of course I do. Ian, what are you... You actually do I didn't it? tell her to Google duck's penises. <laughs> Have you seen a duck's penis, though? Why would I possibly want to? Show is it? And also, no, don't show me. I swear to God. <laughs> I don't think we can. I think we might and be arrested. And also, you can't say penises. Is it not yeah. I mean, what's the plural? Du- a duck's not going to complain about how we... Uh... Well, I am. The lady duck would be complaining. <laughs> Flipping heck. That's well, so hideous. Want more than one of those things. Hey, 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 I just... So anyway, it's yeah. 11.36 <laughs> and you're on Ian Lee's radio show on <laughs> Talk Radio. Someone's having a really <laughs> weird dream. <laughs> half asleep. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Do you miss? Do you miss? You know, the, being on telly lots and doing all that kind of stuff. Do you know what I'm? I kind of, I, I kind of do sometimes, mm. but also I kind of don't. Yeah. Um, I always look back on everything I did, and I think I'm so lucky mm. to have done the crazy things that I've done, and. Um, Nowadays, I just yeah, I, I do sometimes. Yeah. Just you know, I, I miss things like doing TFI Friday because yeah. that was great fun, and I miss things like Wish You Were Here. So you'd oh, be, yeah. uh, you know, I'd did be, you do Wish You Were Here? Yeah, I did wow. Wish You Were Here for four years. Did you? Yeah, that's incredible. So I'd be, you know, you could be somewhere like in the Scottish Highlands, which would be amazing, but yeah. freezing, and then you'd be in Bali the next week. Wow! And you could not complain about that in any way whatsoever. And then you could do Top of the Pops, which you cannot yeah. ever say. There's nothing I could say bad about Top of the yeah. Pops. I loved every. That must have been amazing doing Top of the Pops when you, when you got the phone call for that saying, "Gail, they'd love you to do Top of the Pops uh, next week." That you must have been over the moon. I was beyond excited. But the thing is, because I'm so short, 
they gave me a box. Oh, no. <laughs> so, because all the kids were taller than me in the audience, so it had Gail's box written on it. And so we'd have to go from, like, place to place to place and do the different links. And they go, there's Gail's box. And they put me up on the box so that I was, like... <laughs> Okay. Taller than the children. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hello, it's Gail Porter, it's Top of the Pops, and you're all taller than me. <laughs> but it was, oh, it was the best, best job. Best band you had to introduce on the Pops? Oh, my God. I, and I oh, okay, this is not being a bragging thing. This no, is something no. that actually really happened. Yeah. So um, I worked for uh, lots of charities, and then it was um, Wembley, and I had to go onto the stage in Wembley and talk about this charity that I was working for. And I said, and please welcome onto the stage, David Bowie. Whoa! <laughs> come on, Gail! Come on! And I nearly cried. Oh, God! And David came on and gave me a kiss. That's wow. amazing. And that's not a bragging thing. That actually just, just happened. So, um, and it was wow. all... Yeah, I know. That's um, that's incredible. Let's forget the rest of the show. We're not going to top that. That's incredible. Right, so uh, can you just play us a stop? We're all going out. <laughs> We're all going out right now. David Bowie, wow. Well it done, is. you. Look at that. I know. And interviewed Robert De Niro. What? Did you? When was this? <laughs> Why wasn't I told about this? <laughs> What you was... see, you should have been friends with me ages ago. I should have been. Said, said I was a dick to you. What, what was it? What, was it like one of those junket type things? Yeah. yeah it and was. what was it for? What film? It was um, analyse this. Oh, okay. So it was a decent film, isn't it? That's, that's, no, uh... I didn't like it. Okay. So Uh-oh. I told him that. Oh, which, yeah. yeah, but it was him and Billy Crystal. Oh, yeah. And I was in Paris. And I just got a phone call and they just said, um, Would you like to come? Uh, we need you to do an interview. And I was like, oh, I don't know. And they went, oh, it's tomorrow. I, like, I, I don't know if I can do that tomorrow. And they went, it's Robert De Niro and Billy Crystal. I was like that. <gasps> and you know when you put your hand over it, over the phone and you're like... <gasps> wow. Uh, yeah, I think I'm free. Yeah, I think I'm free. Wow. Those junk... I only did a couple of those junk. Yeah, did you do anything, like, wonderful that made you go... No, not... Apart from me, obviously, no. Apart from you, girl. <laughs> um... No, I mean, the, the, my stuff was the best stuff I've... The, pe- the best people I've spoken to is on the radio. And, pe- and it's people like, you know, Ray Davis of the Kinks and, and, and Ringo oh, wow. Starr. Ringo Starr for oh, me. Oh, is that amazing? The, oh, I mean, I love the Beatles. And to get the gig into... And I love Ringo. I think Ringo is greatly underrated as a drummer. And, he's you know, he's in, in the greatest rock and roll band of all time. And to, I sat... I was, I was waiting for him at Apple and Ringo walked in and went... I know you, and he'd seen me on TV, and I was like, oh, oh. Did you do the whole like? I did. You know. I, I just giggled like an idiot, and it was, you know, but but nothing, nothing well, coming close. Cool. Oh, it was great, but but no David Bowie's or Robert De Niro's though. That's um. No, I was I was extremely lucky. Cause yeah. I, did, I did a film show for yeah about four years, so everyone from John Travolta, Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, I got to interview them It's all. funny, isn't it? Uh, uh, you know, uh, do you, you've got your one daughter, haven't you? Yeah. Does she, is she impressed by any of that stuff? Is she is she at that the stage of, Mum, you're embarrassing me, who cares about that? I think I'm more embarrassing than anything, but I think she's got that kind of, like, she's on the kilter. Right, yeah. So she's kind of like, I know that you could have been possibly cool. Yeah, yeah. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna play that game with you. Yeah. So I'm gonna go down the embarrassing route, but you know, don't tell anyone, but I do think you're cool yeah, slightly. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's that kind of Yeah. Yeah. So um yeah. 
And also, it, also it comes around. It's, it's, it's sixteen, you know. Everyone's nuts at sixteen, aren't they? You know, it's I, it's, it's a strange age to be. Um, but at some point as well, her, her friends would be going. Your mum interviewed Robert De Niro and introduced David Bowie on stage. Are you insane? That's incredible. She's the coolest person ever. Well, yeah, that would be really cool. I think I think her friends think I'm cooler than she thinks I'm cool. What did David Bowie smell like? I bet he smells nice. Do you know what? It was the worst interview I've ever done in my entire life yeah. because after I introduced him, he came backstage and there was me and Jamie Theakston. Oh, yeah. And... Um, he sat down and his beautiful wife, Iman, yeah. I've never seen anything so beautiful yeah. in my life. She's like, it was like a gazelle, mm-hmm. just this most beautiful woman. And so um, he sat down to do an interview about the charity we were working for. <laughs> and he went, uh, I can't do his accent, but he's like, oh, hi, nice to meet you. And I just went, hello. That was it. <laughs> that was the entire interview. So Jamie took over and I was like, that. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not embarrassed to say it, but I never said another word apart from mm. hello. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't interview about the charity, nothing like that. Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> goodbye. So, no, I didn't even say you goodbye. Didn't say goodbye. <laughs> I didn't even get that far. Oh, God. No, I just did the hello. So, yeah, it was really, really embarrassing. Oh. And then Jamie did the whole thing and just... <laughs> He did the hello, goodbye. I'm like, that, hello? <laughs> <laughs> it was awful. Oh, I've never been so starstruck in my oh, entire life. 344 We've got Gail for another 10, 15 minutes or so. If you want to give us a call, you'd be very welcome. This is the Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. No rules nocturnal nattering for nightbirds, nurses and Nosferatu. <laughs> All right, cool. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. If you were watching on YouTube or Periscope, you'd have heard us, um, Gail Porter discussing Zach Galifianakis. Um, yeah, so sorry, I've been watching this programme called Baskets. Yeah. And it's Zach playing him and his um, uh, twin brother. OK. And he's got his mother, who's played by a comedian who I can't remember. It's a male comedian. Yeah. But anyway, it's just funny. Is it good? Is it on Netflix? Or? It's on Sky Atlantic. I... Oh, you don't have that? No, no. Um, he's good, Zach Galifianakis. I like him. He's clever. Yeah, he's he he. Yeah, he's he's good. I, there's a really good documentary from about ten years ago. It's him, Brian Posehn, and two other comedians. Um, uh, can't think of the names. And they're, it's basically them doing like a small little tour. And there's a, just a brilliant bit where. He's Zach Galifianakis sees this like sort of um, do I love it. Can you say that again? Because I can't see it. Zach Galifianakis. And he sees this doo-wop group like on the street corner and he goes up to them and he says, look, I'm, I'm doing this comedy gig tonight and I've got an idea. And um, if I give you like two hundred dollars, would you come and be just come and st-? and then it cuts to the gig and he does this. I can't even remember what the gag is, but it's not a particularly good gag. But then the punchline is these guys come out and just sing the punchline, and then they walk off, and it's just done so beautifully, and it's so odd, and it's the fact that he he saw he'd seen them that day, and he and incorporated just, just, yeah. them, and it's I love it, I love I, I love, love it. things like that. Um, let's go to Simon. Good evening, Simon. Evening, Ian. Evening, Gail. Evening, Kath. Hello. Hi, Simon. How are we doing? Are we all right? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, very well, thank you. Can I just say first of all, what pleasure it is to hear what. In today's society of celebrity, to hear two people, yourself and Ian, and Kath, Kath, all classes of minor celebrities. Oh, as well. don't shut up! <laughs> but actually, how genuine you come across on the radio. 
if you look at the world of social media and the way that people, just people just come across not genuine at all. But listening to tonight, it's been brilliant. You know, I start the hashtag Gail Porter for talk radio now. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, I should, I should just say that during the break, we're downing shots of tequila, snorting cocaine off of um, the back of donkeys, <laughs> and we. this is all fake. The sincerity is all fake. Um, oh, Simon, uh, I just had a glass of water. So <laughs> <laughs> We know there's a dollar to be made in sincerity. Yeah. Simon, that's very really kind of you to say. Gail, can I ask you, like, celebrity big brother? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing out loud because I'm nervous and uh, I've been there and done that and got the T-shirt. So out of interest, do you keep in touch with anybody that you met on nope. Celebrity Big Brother? Really? <laughs> uh, uh, no, no, I don't. Okay. I see, and obviously, and you keep in touch with a couple. Well, of I, th- I think people. I think if if someone contacted me, I obviously I'd be. You know, I'd say hi, and but I think you know when we all came out, we all come out at different times, and it's mm. not the sort of thing that you exchange numbers. And um, yeah, I was just quite happy to get home and um, clean my own house. As opposed mm. to cleaning, so? clean, I cleaned that Big Brother house from top yeah, to toe, did. didn't I? And I, yeah, made, I made a huge amount of cups of tea, so I was kind of like happy just to get home and hang out with the cat. Did, so, did, you um, did you start your own cleaning business afterwards or not? I should have done, actually, because I, I'm so in love with cleaning. My house is amazing. I'll take pictures and put it on the internet because, honestly, Absolutely. it looks obviously like um, it looks like a Miss Haversham. From, um, <laughs> yeah. A question for Ian as well. Yes. Out of I'm a celebrity, I'm a celebrity big brother, which do you think would be the easiest to do? There's a question. I, I would... I would... Think I would think I'm a celebrity is easier to do. I, I would think so. Yeah. If, if I got offered I'm a celebrity, I would have done that in a million years. Yeah, being stuck in a house. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. The, the the bits I found hardest in the jungle were, be, were when I was stuck with everyone. You know, the 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 the, uh, the afternoons and the the food coming and the meal preparation, all of that. I found that so uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily because I dislike people. I did, you know, we, we locked horns with them, but I just the, the, being stuck with eleven other people, ten other people, I found it excruciating, and it was a joy. To get when they Anna and Deck would come in and say, "Right, Ian, you're going out." Oh, fantastic! I'm out of the camp mm. for four hours. I get to go and show off a little bit in front of the cameras. I'm away from everyone for four. It was a relief. So, and I and having you know having seen yeah. a lot of Big Brother and done some of the spin-off shows on Big Brother, it just looks so claustrophobic in there. It is really claustrophobic, and you know, I mean, it's it's an odd thing. What would you rather do, Simon? Um, I think Celebrity Big Brother, the reason being the tasks seem to take longer. And so you've got more to do. I think it would be a real boredom factor in the jungle. Oh, Simon, um, believe you me. <laughs> you sit in a front room for 24 hours. Yeah. And, so yeah. what happened as well, because, you know, what you don't see on television is like what Ian went through. You don't see that they're sitting around all day with no interaction with anybody else apart from the people that are with you. So there was one day that we had nothing, no no talks from Big Brother, and we were all just mm. sitting, and we were, like, shut in one room for 24 hours, and we didn't have a clock, and we were just all sitting there. <laughs> it was a bit kind of crazy. Yeah. The, the, the clock thing is weird, isn't the it? The clock thing was Cause really Because you're not allowed odd. watches or clocks, and when we... Because we would go out of the camp to go and do the trials, and you'd meet a film crew... And um, they all had bits of tape over their watches. And so it became a real challenge to us to try and find out what the time was. And we'd look at, then we worked out that some people 
had would put their watches forward two hours. It was all mind what? games. Oh, they they would move their mess around their watches, and there was one yeah. guy though that would tell you where you had to stand when you walked out. And really? He, yeah, and he would show you his phone because he'd take a picture of where you had to stand. And we never looked at the picture; we just looked at the time on his watch on his on his phone and go, Ah, right, it's ten forty two. And you'd go back to camp, and they go, Did you, Did you see what the time was? And we said, Well, it was well. I saw ten forty two, and that's and that was probably about two and a half hours it was, it was insane. gosh isn't it funny what you games, what right? you use to kind of yeah. anchor yourself in it but you know what it's sort of like, it's an experience you know you have to just go do you know what yeah, I've, yeah. I've been put in here and it's it's done it's not it's not the worst thing in the world yeah but yeah simon it was just it was it was incredible and people yeah. people are you know you get stuck with people that maybe you do like and you don't like and you just have yeah. to get on with it you know it's, it's do you have any idea before you went on who was going to go on there with you um, I think about a week before there was yeah. kind of like inklings of who was going on and yeah. because I don't really watch telly that much apart from Netflix and murder and then, <laughs> and then so I was like seeing these people that I didn't really know who they were yeah. so um, yeah. it didn't really mean too much to me and I was just in some thinking, ways you're better off not knowing aren't you no exactly and I, I was just thinking do you know what it's a job and I'm going to pay the rent yeah. to be honest with you yeah. Yeah, <laughs> um, do you know what? it was it was fun and I will look back on it and as much as it sometimes it could have been a little bit painful, you know, it was another experience in yeah. life, you know. Brilliant. Okay. Thank you, Simon. Right, Thanks, Thanks, Simon. And you're right, it is an experience, it is a job. I went in thinking this is a job, and I had to think that to keep saying, this is a job, doing a job, and uh, it's it's going to last, you know, the maximum three weeks, beautiful, and, and then, you know, and that's uh, the way. But also, it's it, it's... Not many people have been through what I've been through in terms of the job. You know, you could work it out. I mean, there's been 17 serious times up by 10. And not many people have, have been through the experience you've been through in the Big Brother house. It's something, you know, that I kind of treasure, even though it was uncomfortable for a lot of it. Yeah, no, I mean, it happened. And I remember the, I think it was like the week before I went in, I was thinking, oh my gosh, what am I thinking yeah. of? What am I doing? You you probably had yeah, the same yeah, kind totally. of thing going, am I jumping out of a helicopter? I wasn't. I was just going to be locked in a house with yeah. a bunch of people. Uh, <laughs> that was me being polite. <laughs> so, um, yeah, you, but, you know, I think I've been through so much in my life and yeah. everyone has. You have to sort of, like, take things. My daughter always says to me, count to ten. And I do that with everything. I count to 10 thinking, okay, bankrupt, count to 10. Going to Big Brother, count to 10. Completely mental, being sectioned, count to 10. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm still here and I'm the still thing, laughing. And, you know. Got me in the jungle. There's a, there's a saying, this too shall pass. And it means, you know, whatever you're going through, it'll pass. And um, they, they kept saying, some of the campmates kept saying, this too will that they they kept saying it slightly wrong and it was really <laughs> pissing me off. This this will also pass or something and I didn't want to be the one that goes. Actually, the saying is this too shall pass. I don't want to be that guy. But, but after they, week two of it, oh, they just kept doing it. <laughs> and it's, and it's just like I kept thinking, like, you've got the wrong guys. Jeez. <laughs> hey, Gail, listen, um, it's so we're done. It's so nice to see you. Thank you so, Sorry, so much. Sorry, are you getting rid of me? Yes, I am now. Um, I'm handing you your eviction papers. Get the hell out of this studio. It's so nice. To, it's so nice to see you. You are welcome anytime. And that isn't you, it isn't one of those. Hey, it'd be great to have you back. You know, anytime you're bored, you want to pop in. <laughs> anytime you're bored. <laughs> oh my gosh! You're actually just like digging it deeper no, and what, deeper. What do so I say? Gail, so basically, with your non-life at the moment, <laughs> would you? Yeah, do you want to just like call us up? Oh, next time, bring the cat. <laughs> oh my-
Oh, my God. Oh, bring the cat. Yeah. You're just making it worse. No, seriously. <laughs> bring the Me, cat, strange, the cat. lonely cat lady. Oh, just like, oh, hang on. Sorry, there's someone outside. Excuse me. <laughs> do you want a friend? <laughs> <laughs> Basically, I just, just never contact us again. It's been <laughs> an awful two hours. Oh, do you know what? That's my Uber. It just takes me. <laughs> Uber, yeah, now. whatever. I can see why you don't get work anymore. Phone on in a studio. Outrageous. I just switched it on because you told me I was going. So, and and Uber. Uber wants me. Uber wants me. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Thank you, Gail Porter. This is Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. Get an earful of unusual nocturnal emissions with radio's Lord of Misrule, Ian Lee. No relation, thank God. Unfiltered Night Talk with the original king of unconventional conversation. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Hope free, 44. 499-1000, talk radio on DAB, on app, and of course online. You can watch the show, periscope.tv slash Ian Lee, or if you go to youtube.com slash rabbit hole. If you subscribe to the YouTube channel, if you click the little bell, then you'll get a notification every time I put a video up there or do a live stream. Um, isn't Gail Porter fantastic? Brilliant. Isn't absolutely fantastic. She was still apologising for talking too oh, much as she left. And I was like, no, it's absolutely perfect. Loved I, it. I, 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 no, she was great. I, I, we'll, we'll definitely get her back again. And um, what was interesting, I thought, was... I, did you notice how he, um, she's getting embarrassed sometimes? Get, yeah. You get properly embarrassed and um it's just fascinating and um i'm glad we spoke about when i upset her as well because I, that's something you know i've kind of carried that around a bit and i'm glad she's cool with all of that um she's good we'll get gail porter back again if you want to follow her on twitter at um, gail porter g-a-i-l porter um we have another hour to go before paul ross comes on at one o'clock oh three four four 499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us um, a call. You'd be very welcome to. Hey, guys. The snow's coming back. Oy! Um Britain is set to be clobbered by another beastly blast of freezing rain, gale force winds and snow. Yes. Love it. Well, I was going to get my scooter out of the garage at some point yeah. in the next couple of weeks. I'm, I'm going to have a ride on it. I'm away next week. I go away um, Saturday and I come back on Sunday the 25th, I think it is. I'm away for a, over a week and I'm going to a cottage in the middle of nowhere in Wales. Why are you talking like that? Because um, I don't know. And I'm hoping it's, I hope I get snowed in. Hope I get, I've still not decided whether to take the dog or not. I mean... If you take the dog, you have obligations to that animal. Well, yes. Uh, well, yes. I, 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 I want to go and walk a lot. I'm going right, to take well, books. Take the dog then, because that will force books. you to walk. There's a, I found a load of um, um, uh, Bruce Lee rip-off films on Amazon Prime. So I take my PlayStation. I'm going to take my retro game thing. Um, and I've set myself a couple of little chores. I want to do a little bit of writing. A, a couple of little chores, but I, I want to go out for long... Walks. I want to lose a bit of weight. Racing walks. But do I take the dog? I mean, I don't like the dog, but she does. She's not getting as much exercise at the moment as she she... likes you. She does. She does. She does like me. I might take the dog, Um, but I'd like to be snowed in. That'd be great. Uh, The mercury is set to plunge. Does anyone actually have a barometer that isn't an old person? Is it a barometer? Mm. You'd always um, um, people trying to be posh would always have one in their vestibule. Um, which I don't think is the ideal place to keep a, a barometer, actually. Um, and um, 
but who who actually who right, who actually looks at the barometer and taps it and goes, oh, yeah, well, well, the pressure's down. What does that even mean? Pressure's down. Um, anyway, if anyone could explain barometers to me, that would be um, great. The, the mercury is set to plunge again as powerful gusts hit the UK today and tomorrow. Yeah, hang on, what does a barometer actually do? So the pr- Hang on. So it's mercury, and it's to do with air pressure, right? Hasn't it got a couple of bits on it? Well, no, one would be a thermometer and yeah. one's... Yeah, yeah. That's the not, mercury bit. No, the barometer's mercury. The the thermometer... Thermometer's not mercury, because mercury reacts to, to heat differently. Isn't it? Hang on. Tony will know, because Tony, Tony's... Um, if I say this before I put him on. Tony's an old man. Tony! Hello. Oh, it's different. Tony, well, tell me what a barometer does, please. Uh, it, does it not measure uh, pressure or something? Yeah. Is it mercury in a barometer? No, I don't think it is. Oh. So what? So mercury? What? So is so what's in it then? I have no idea. No, I don't know why it's mercury in a barometer because you reset it with a magnet. Okay. You reset it with a magnet. Why, you what? reset it with a. Ma- it's definitely a metal. It's definitely a metal. And mercury is the only liquid metal I can think of because you would reset it with a magnet. You put it back to to zero with a magnet. That's how you do it. Pretty sure. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. It's the barometer phoning, guys. It's what everybody has been waiting for. Yes, Tony, what did you call it for? Well, uh, I was the UFO guy from last week. Okay. Oh, the one that was member of a, a secret UFO organisation? Uh, that's the guy. I've got you. Yep. Are you that's a little me. bit more sober this week? Yeah, obviously. Well, you, you slurred the word obviously. <sighs> and now you're whispering under your breath. <laughs> Which implies to um, me there's been a few drinks. No, I want I wanted to talk to you about um, something else weird that happened to me. If if you would like to hear it, I would love you. to hear it. Yes, I would, Tony. Uh, would you like to hear about ghosts? Is that yeah? You would. We always want to hear about ghosts. Just so everyone is clear. Yes, yes. Thank you, Catherine. Uh, you're a lovely person. You're so, he's so pissed again. This <laughs> no, fella. I don't care. Though he's being charming. <laughs> Um, oh, God. Go on, right, OK. Um, He's gone. I mean, <laughs> I, why did he get angry with me when I asked? Because he did tell me last week that he was drunk. And then he got angry when I asked if he was sober this time. But he was obviously absolutely steaming. Mm. What? He, now, I keep touching that screen because I'm such an idiot. Um, I'll just put my emergency cardigan on. Okay. That's because uh, you uh, like it. I'm Nesh. Cold. Um, oh, I can't. Let's see if we get Tony back. I don't know. My, my computer's gone a little bit um, to cock, so I can't I can't do it. I don't know what's going on with the computer tonight. Um, so, Britain is set to be clobbered by another... We don't need the spooky music now. That's over. Britain is set to be clobbered by another beastly blast this week, bringing freezing downpours, gale-force winds and snow. The mercury is set to plunge again as powerful gusts and heavy rain. I think if the air pressure drops, that means it's going to rain. That's 
Um, yeah, I think uh, th- Tony's back. Tony. Hello again. That's it. I love it when people try to sound as though they're not drunk. So, Tony, tell us your ghost story, please. Um, I'll tell you what, I'll call you tomorrow because it's, it's clearly an issue. What, what is an issue? <sighs> Tony? <laughs> oh, dear. What? It's not an issue with me. It's obviously an issue with him. What was that about? That t- I tell you what, that has created a very weird vibe, hasn't it? Very strange vibe. Anyway, whatever. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. You'd be very, very welcome to. Anyone can give us a call about anything. Always keen to hear ghost stories and UFO stories, uh, all of that stuff, anytime. That's, you've got an open invitation to come on and uh, and share that stuff with us. 0344-499-1000. Um, temperatures will barely reach zero in some areas by the weekend, forecasters said. The vicious front could result in more yellow weather warnings. Don't eat the yellow snow! Met Office spokeswoman Nick, Nikki Maxey said, It is going to be a cold spell. There is a chance some places on Sunday may struggle to get above freezing. We start to see colder air... This place has got a, a fire. A real fire. Oh, are you going to be chopping logs? Um, I don't know. It depends what we eat. When that cold air meets the band of rain on the east side of the country, there's a chance it could turn to snow. Um, okay, let's let's go. The star says, let's go to what the star says on page six. Um, star says, spring is put on ice. This winter seems to never end. Just when we thought spring had finally sprung, we're facing more snow this weekend. Um, we could all. We could all do with warming up a bit. Hopefully, this is the very last in a long line of Siberian snaps, and soon we'll all be basking in an April heat wave. Before you know it, we'll all be wearing T-shirts. Why would you even bother typing that up? Let alone weather, reading it. Weather changes. Newsflash. Weather changes, guys. Deal with it, OK? Be there or be square. Um, 0344-499-1000 is the... Um, telephone number if you want to give us a call. I think we can go to Tim. Good evening, Tim. Hello, good evening. Good evening. Or good, or good morning, even. <laughs> no, good evening. We've not been to, we've not had a sleep yet, so it's good evening. No, that's fine. Yeah, same as me. I work nights. So. Good, good lad. Good lad. What you got for us, Tim? Uh, yeah, it's reference to um, a place near Stroud in Gloucestershire. I think it's fairly well known. Um, Woodchester Mansion, which was... Uh, Allegedly, a deserted mansion that was never completed yeah. back in the Victorian times. And I go there quite a lot in the summer, and I had one experience there. Um, it was a very, it was a few years ago. Um, very hot summer. Did a ghost give you the and, willies? Um, well, it was more of a surprise than anything. Yeah. If, if it was a ghost, um, what happened was it, it basically um, I was sat by one of the lakes because there's three or four lakes there, yeah. my favourite spot, and I fell asleep, <laughs> and I woke up at about half past seven in the evening. By by which time everybody else had gone, Ooh, all the other tourists, yes. and everybody else had gone. Lovely. 
And I was sat there, and all of a sudden, I was astonished to see this figure of a woman um, dressed in what I would describe as very elegant clothing, who was stood on the opposite side of the lake, and she was carrying a parasol. And I just totally froze. I thought, I can't believe what I'm seeing. I was more surprised than being scared, you know. And I really wanted to reach under my jacket for my camera, but I just couldn't move. And then she disappeared. But when I say disappeared, I don't mean she vanished like the classic ghost stories. I just saw her, you know, she just went out of sight. She just walked off into the woods and went out of sight. And I still remained froze for quite some time. And then I sort of came to the senses. I thought, I'm going to have a walk around there. So I did. But when I got to the other side of the lake, I realised that it was all swampland. And therefore, it would have been impossible for any living person to be walking yeah, through yeah, that. Yeah. Um, so that was that was very odd. Anyway, when I left, um, there are some people, I think, that do uh, contracts and things like that occasionally do work, in the, they work at the house. Yeah. And when I actually got back to the house, which is about half an hour's walk from the lake... Um, I said to a woman there, I said, uh, um, by any chance, is there any of those, I can't, there's a special name for it, you might know it, but I can't remember. There's a special name for events that go on where people dress up in... Recreations. Uh, Reenactments. Yes. Reenactments. That sounds yes, right, it, yeah. yeah. And I said to her, I said, has anything been going on like that in here? Going, going, you know, is there any, anything, of that, anything of that been happening here today? And she said... She just smiled at me. She said, no. She said, you've seen something, haven't you? I said, well, Ooh, yes. yes. I, I might have done. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, I've been back many times since, and the, the site is very haunted, actually. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying... I do believe in spirits, 100%, yep. but I'm not saying what I... I'm not definitely saying that what I saw was a ghost, but I'm just saying that I can't explain it. Well, that's, that's... I think it probably was. Yeah. It's Classic ghost behaviour. Um, that's a great one, Tim. Nice one, man. Yeah. Been back there quite a few times since. Yeah. Never seen anything since. But, you know, there's an old saying, you, you only see things when you, you least expect them. Exactly. Hey, Tim, listen, man, <laughs> thanks for sharing that with us. I appreciate that a lot. No problem. Thank you, mate. Yeah, there no we problem. go. My youngest will be happy. People are phoning up with ghost stories. Don't tell him, though. Um, <laughs> that, yeah. No, that's the wrong answer. What? Wasn't what I was expecting. Uh, this is Talk Radio. A star-crossed soapbox for Sailor Boys, oh. Stable Girls... Uh, I'm on the edge. ...and Stripper Grands. It depends who you with and it depends on the situation. Late Night Speech Radio with a difference. Thank you! The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Well, as is often the case on uh, this show, after midnight, things get a little bit weird. And uh, we've had, um, you know, a ghost story. We've had a reluctant person who was going to tell us a ghost story, then then hung up on us twice. Um, and uh, now we've got Gary. Good evening, Gary. Evening, Ian. Hello, Gary. What you got for us tonight, sir? Oh, well, yeah. Um, I've got a bit of a ghost story, if that's all right. Oh, mate. You don't, you're straight in there, buddy. You tell us what you've got. Well, well, it's, this is a true story, um, and it's the first time I've seen something that I couldn't explain. Yeah. Uh, there's a place in Leicester called the Bradgate Park, which is like a big piece of land, um, was, which was where Lady Grey used to live. Oh, yeah. Lady Grey. Lady Grey, of course, was uh, Lady Gaga's mother, yes. Do you mean Lady yes. Jane Grey? 
Bloody Jane Grey, correct. Yes. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, um, thank you. Um, you don't need to thank her, Gary. She she tried to pwn you. No, I didn't. Oh, no, she yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to be corrected. OK, well, you, she, she, well, no, you, she, you, were, you were correct. She just tried to make herself... Uh, she just tried to add a bit of information that was actually superfluous. No, just... She was trying to undermine... No. Undermine? No. Undermine. You, she, she wasn't making me look daft. She was, I wasn't. She was improving the call. Well, well I was, just wanted to make sure it was that Lady Jane well, Grey, the, Jane of a Thousand Days. She was queen for, for it, nine she's days. She's doing it again now. This is superfluous. And what she's done, Gary, she's undermined me, my authority. Music's too loud. Hang on. She's undermined you, and she's taken this show off on uh, a tangent. What? Yeah, and I, I, I don't mind being patronised. I get patronised every day at work. You, no, you shouldn't be patronised. Hey, listen, hey, hey, Gary, let me talk to you, mate. You are better than this. You shouldn't be patronised. No one should be patronising you, buddy. Thank you, Ian. Thank you. Uh, if you, you know, you're ringing a late night chat show and you start telling ghost stories, the last thing you expect to be is patronised. Exactly. No. And I, if I'm you've been right. patronised by anyone on this show, Gary, you have my deepest sympathy. Stop it. <laughs> Go on, go on, go on, get on okay. with it, get on with it. There's a place called Bradgate Park in yes. Leicester, which yes. is where Lady Jane Grey lived. Yep. And there's a little there's a little tower on a hill there, and uh, my sister was living there for a while. She's a working, working class girl, made friends with some very influential middle class people, and we decided to stop there for a weekend. She invited us, yeah. and they took us up to this little tower, which is called Old John's Tower, and you can Google it, it's all there. Uh, and she got the keys, so we thought we'd have a little, a little bit of a ghost walk, you know, see what we could find, and this will be a bit of a laugh. So we walked into this little old John's Tower, which is like an outlook, outlook tower on top of a hill, and we walked in and sat there with candles for a bit and thought, oh, there's nothing, nothing happening there. I'll be honest, I was a bit worried. I was scared. I was with my two sisters. Yeah. But we walked away, and it was like a good... A mile and a half back to the house where we were staying, and for some reason, do not ask me why, because I do not know why, I decided to look back at the tower. <laughs> and as I did, it looked as though there was something patrolling the top of the tower. <sighs> what I can only describe as a greyish, mistyish, blobbyish, cloudyish thing <laughs> seemed to be patrolling the tower. Yeah. But also, it disappeared, and then it reappeared slowly. And, we're, and three of us watched this, and I've been ridiculed by my friends for telling them this, but well, it's, it, it, it was there. It was there. Wow. Believe me. Do you believe in ghosts, Ian? Um, I did when I was younger, and then I didn't. And in the last year or so, I'm becoming more open-minded to it again. What made you more open-minded? Um, age... Um, the, I, I was going to say wisdom, but actually it's the exact opposite of wisdom. It's um, realising that um, I, I, I don't know anywhere near as much as I like to think I do, and we as a species know almost nothing. Yeah. And there's got to be more stuff out there, Gary. I agree. We... I agree. We, we, we're not, we, we've only just started to figure this thing out uh, uh, by a little touch. Yeah. I think there's things there we can't see or hear. Yeah. Whether they're dead people coming back yeah. to visit us, I don't know. You'd be asking the wrong man. I, I te- at the moment, else. I'm erring on the side of, of there being different dimensions. 
and yes. that, that sometimes we get like a little window onto a different dimension, that these creatures are existing at the same time as us, in the same space as us, and only a very few very lucky people are able to look and see them. Yes, I agree, yeah. I mean, I'm not special by any by any stretch of the imagination, but I'm just a guy who lives, works in a factory in Wolverhampton. I'm not, yeah. you know, gifted or anything. You've I've seen had... something I've not seen, Gary. But I think you could see something, but I think part of it is mentality yeah. and pair of thought yeah. as well. Well, I do have the gift. I don't know if you heard last week when I did some psychometry and I, I, I held... Um, Catherine's jewellery, and I was able to do a re- give her a, a, a reading that was one hundred percent accurate, and that's not even a lie. Uh, it was a hundred percent accurate. So maybe a hundred percent. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 A hundred percent. A hundred percent of what I said came to pass. See, now that is something you might have a gift for. Yeah. I'm just a guy who works in a factory in Wolverhampton. I'm not yeah. any gifted. I've got. A, I'm, I'm good at drawing. Yeah. A bit of drawing, but not spiritually gifted. I'd like to think I was. I think there's something there, but I'm unsure. But I think there's something there we haven't discovered yet, right. if nice I'm being you. honest. Thank you for that, mate. You're a good Thank sport. you, Ian. I appreciate the call. Good Thank night. you very much indeed. I'm right, though, Catherine. It's not even an exaggeration. I was 100% accurate. Accurate. I nearly said, I nearly said the C word, didn't I? I nearly called myself a C word. <laughs> Just, I nearly called myself the C word. That uh, very Freudian, isn't it? Hundred percent accurate. Again. <laughs> I'm a hundred percent a c word. Gosh, tragic comic. <laughs> um, but I was, I was a hundred percent accurate in yeah. what I what I foretold. Yes. Was there, there's no denying it. Don't do it with a tone. Don't do it with a I'm face. I'm not doing it with a tone. It was a hundred percent. I don't have to do very much to be accused of having a tone. There's the tone there. <laughs> There's the tone. And you do what's this with the, the making the circle with the thing, finger well, and the thumb? Well, you do this. To, to highlight. I don't, I don't have to do anything to be... Well, what's this? This is an aggressive They're the glasses gesture. of truth I'm forming. OK. The goggles um, of the future. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. I thought this guy died or had gone to prison for nonsense. But he's back, David Badcock. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, thank you. Thanks for having me uh, on the show. Yeah. Well, um, thank you very much, David. Um, so which was it? Uh, neither. I, I, do you remember I told you I was going on the safari? Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm going to say yeah, just to make this call a little bit shorter. Yeah, it went badly. Oh, dear. What happened, David? I got lost. Uh... Anyway, uh, you're doing ghost stories? Yes, we are. Would you like one? Yes, we would. Right. Ian, give him the music. Um, hang on a minute. Someone's pl- someone sent me this thing that's happened on BBC Breakfast. Let me listen to this first. Not sure if you saw this parenting humble brag posing as a Stephen Hawking tribute read out this morning on BBC Breakfast. Here we go. And today as well, because there's lots of people want to speak to him. And thank you so much as well for all your messages that you're um, sending about Stephen Hawking. So many of you are inspired. I love this one from Gavin. Our 11-year-old daughter will be devastated. She's read quite a lot of his books. Stephen was her inspiration. She told me stuff I didn't know. Kid reads book shock. Go on, David. Uh, do you, uh, I, I've done the spooky music. Um, I tell you what, let's do this music because I've done. Here we go. Here we go. Go on, David. Right. This takes place in uh, your mind. Chatsworth. No. Hmm? Chatsworth House in Derbyshire. Oh yeah, I've been there. Right. Right. In the 1800s, there was a groundsman called. 
Peter Dixon. And he uh, would roam the grounds with his shotgun over his shoulder in case of a deer attack. And one night, a deer attacked him and he died. Recently, uh, some people have been driving in the, the grounds uh, late at night. And they say they come to the uh, gate and the barrier was down. And they saw the groundsman walk and they said, excuse me, can you open the barrier? And he didn't. Um, and they reported it and said, you're very rude. And they say, uh, groundsman weren't working tonight, actually. So what? It was ghost. Oh, was it? Oh. Fair play. Fair play. No, that, that, would, um, that would shit you up. Thanks that, David. Let's go to Barry. Good evening, Barry. Hello, Barry. Hello? Yes, Barry. Hey. Yep. Hello. How are you? Hello, Barry. How are you doing, Paul? I'm doing very, very well, Barry. Are you in the same room as your telephone? I've just walked to it, Paul. Oh. OK, what you got for us? Um, I wanted to phone up them. Um, it was a couple of things. Um, the first one was I wanted to pay respect uh, to your previous guest, um, Gail Porter. Oh, yeah, go on. Um, I don't know if you remember, um, I was in the jail, and I went in the jail in the 90s, and um, basically, Gail, she was on my wall yeah. in the cell. Yeah. Like, you remember Raquel Welsh, like in uh, Shawshank Redemption? Yes, yes. I had her in my wall, oh. and it was, you know, she said she was getting an Uber home, and I know she's been through a rough time and that, yeah. but I just wanted to say that I still would. Okay, that's great. That's... And uh, the second S- thing... Sli- got... Slightly slightly rude. No, I, but I thought it was, you know, maybe cheer her up in case she was feeling a bit yeah, done. I don't know. I don't it's, know. It's, it's not, no, it's a nice thing. It's uh, a nice thing, Ian. I don't know. I promise. Does, hang on. No. How does that make you feel, Catherine, as a woman? Well, he doesn't fulfil us. Oh, it's a bit... Uh... It's a bit reductive, isn't it? Yeah. But anyway, no, carry no. on. Yep, go on. Uh, the second thing I wanted to talk about was unconnected to that. Um, was, I know you're a big music fan. Yep. So I want to talk to you about like, your favourite band, because my favourite band hardly anybody talks about. Yep. But I think they're brilliant. Um, I don't know, they begin me a B, you can imagine... The B fifty twos, yeah, great band. Um, uh, Lobster Rock, great song. Rock Lobster. Oh, Rock Lobster. Yeah, yeah. What do you think about the B fifty twos? I don't. I think they're underrated. I think they're. I think no. I think they're rated just about right. Yeah, good. Yeah. Fred, the guy's called Fred. Can't remember what the two. Uh, Kate. Kate. Kate Pearson. And it was Kate Pearson the one that did the stuff with REM. Yes, great. That's yeah. right. Me, me and Honey. Yeah. What a tune. Yeah. Absolutely fantastic. But I'll, they're such an inclusive band, I think they were like, really ahead of their time. because They were ahead I of their used... time. They were. They, I mean, they were influenced they were. heavily by Kraftwerk, but they were ahead. Uh, they, well, they were, but they were, were ahead of their time. They were, like, doing weird, you know, psychedelic punk pop b- before that was fashionable. Exactly. Yeah. And um, then they were really inclusive. Like, I went to, like, a lot of their gigs... They don't come out here that much, but 
one of the gigs I went to, like there's 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 all sorts of people there, like the different kind of you know people that are different genres. Like they've got like, a lot of transsexuals there, and okay. uh, no, I get with. Um, the that album that that Love Shack is on, I can't. Is it called X or Club X? What's the album called? I bought it because we talked about it when we were at, B- at the BBC. And it's I not Ron, it. is it? No. But that's a great album. That's a great pop album. It's got Rome on it. It's got um, uh, Love Shack. And it's got... um, There's another kind of minor hit on there, I think. And it's a great album. And it just kind of... As as Side 2 kicks in, it goes on, it just kind of creates this really weird, wonderful mood. What's the album called? I'm looking it up now. It's a great album. Rome is just... You know, Love Shack is the one that gets all the attention. Rome is just a superb, superb song. I've got, let's see, when would it have been? There's Whammy, Wild Planet, B-52s, Cosmic Thing, wasn't Cosmic it? Cosmic Thing, there we go. bought that on CD, I think, uh, um, uh, a couple of years ago. 0344 is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, this is the Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. The Late Night Lip Service for lovers, loners and lounge lizards. Yeah, well, where, where exactly is your accent from? The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Oh, I've forgotten your name already, excuse me. On Talk Radio. 03444991000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. More than welcome to. Everyone's going on about this Russia stuff today. I, honestly, I, I, honestly, I couldn't care less. You know what? Shall I tell you what will change? Nothing. Nothing's going to change. It's going to have no impact on my life. Nothing's going to change. I think it's going to They have to kick off, though, because it's um, chemical chemical weapons being yeah, used yeah, in, yeah, in the UK. I, I couldn't care less. And all the news today is about, oh, this is... I'm really starting to think that... And we talked about it a bit yesterday. I'm starting to think that the news is pointless. The news is pointless, really. Um, it, 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 it doesn't change anything nothing changes nothing changes everything is exactly the same no i tell you what changes everything just just gets a bit more expensive that's it that's the only thing that changes whatever the news everything a bit more expensive russia this thing with russia things will get a bit more expensive we've got to spend a bit more on defense brexit eh, things will get a bit more expensive if we hadn't voted for brexit eh, things will get a bit more expensive everything just gets a bit more expensive that's the only that's the only the only constant is the only thing that changes. The Who legend Roger Daltrey has revealed he is very, very deaf. Not surprised. The rocker made the confession during a solo show, adding that he now relies on lip reading and wears large in-ear monitors to follow the music at live gigs. Well, everyone wears large in-ear monitors to follow music at gigs. The, 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 the days of having a, a speaker blasting out the front of you have long gone. Daltrey, 74, told the crowd, The trouble with these ear things that I wear is that I am very, very deaf. And I advise you all, all you rock and roll fans, take your effing earplugs to the gigs. I know what he means. It was a badge of honour when I was a teenager to um, not be able to hear for two days yeah. afterwards. You'd stand at the front of the gig and you'd have you'd get your thing, and you'd have the ringing, and that was a badge of honour, and and it's it's awful. And my parents still talk about they saw the Who a few times, and they said it was you, it was so loud you felt it through yeah. your chest. If only we had known when we were young, we are lip reading. Daughtry said he wanted to keep gigging for a long time, adding, "I am lucky to be doing what I do, so thank you." Um, despite his medical issues. 
The Who singer delivered pitch-perfect performances of hits, including I Can See for Miles and The Real Me at the Hard Rock Resort in Las Vegas. Um, Daughter admitted he missed Jimi Hendrix and Dorsinger Jim Morrison. Jesus, Dorsinger Jim Morrison, if there's ever been an overrated, overblown idiot in pop. And Jim Morrison is that. It's terrible. Lizard King. His, his name's an anagram of Mr. Mojo Rising. His name's an anagram of fat idiot who died in the bath. Daughtry said, those people aren't here anymore. What am I doing here? And these, here we go. And these days, everybody thinks that they have thousands and millions of friends on this anti-social media. Yes, Roger! (laughs) But in the end, as you get older, your friends do die and there is nothing you can do about it. Your real friends are the ones by your side. Bandmate Pete Townsend also wears two hearing aids, Dr. Isclank. Yeah, they're the who. They can do what the hell they want. They can go and um, smash up the Darby and Joan if that's what they want. They should change their names to the what? Get it? Because they can't hear? Um, No. The pardon? No, I would change it to the who. That works. That's better. That's a better gag. It's a better gag because it's the same name, but it's got a question mark at the end and it's louder. The who? The what? Let's work. We're workshopping. We're just workshopping ideas for our Edinburgh show. A film on Prince Harry and Meghan Markle looks incredibly bad. Of course it does. This is this um, is this this channel that makes all these crappy movies, Lifetime Channel or something. The lookalikes chosen to portray the prince and his bride to be are nothing like them. Um, Parisa Fitzhenley, who is half Jamaican plays Megan, 36, and Murray Fraser, the Ginger Royal, 33. The Lifetime TV movie, Harry and Megan, the Royal Love Story. Man, I want to see this. I want to see this film. Will tell how the US actress became, became, became engaged to the fifth in line to the British throne. Other disastrous doubles include the Queen, Maggie Sullivan, Diana, Bonnie Soper, uh, Parissa said of the show to be aired on May the 13th, it's been such a labour of love for everyone involved and we hope you love it too. Oh, yeah, yeah. But let's face facts, it looks like fake news to us. I love films with lookalikes in. Um, I'd love to see this. My, there's, there's a really, there's a lot of Beatles lookalikes. And doesn't Nick Cotton play, isn't, isn't Nick Cotton either John Lennon or George Harrison in a Beatles film? Um, but there's, there's, there's one and I really wanted to enjoy it and I couldn't watch it all in the end. In fact, I, 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 I might watch it next week. It's called Two of Us or something, and it's um, a fictional recreation of what people think might have happened when Paul McCartney turned up at the, the Dakota building. It's a real th- thing that happened, and he spent a couple of hours with John Lennon. And it's just two people. I wonder if there's a, there'll be a trailer for it. Hang on a second. Is that what it was called? The Two of Us? Hang on. Hang on a minute. YouTube. Beatles TV movie, Two of Us. Oh, no, that was a sitcom with Nicholas Linters. Here we go. Hey! Oh, look, there's, there's uh, McCartney. I wonder if there's a trailer for it. There's, um, oh. Um, here we go. There's John Lennon and Paul McCartney in an elevator. Let's have a little listen to this, shall we? <laughs> Hello, 
fancy going up on the roof for a bit. Yeah, all right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Take the thumbs up. Yeah. Oh, you take mine. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, well, you, you got to say to uh, believe it. Anyway, the two of us talk radio. Show where the owls are not what they seem. Do you or have you ever watched Twin Peaks? The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. We could be dreaming and meeting each other in our dreams. On Talk Radio. 0344 499 1000 is the phone number. Last 10 minutes or so of this show. Um, and then Paul Ross will be on at 1 o'clock. And then at 5 o'clock, it's James Mack. And I'm back tonight at 10. You're not in tonight? No. Um, you're off to see Flight of the Concourse. I am, yeah. I'm very, very envious. My Christmas present. Where are you seeing them? They're playing like big arenas. Milton Keynes. Milton Keynes Bowl? No, where in Milton Keynes? I what think venue? the theatre. Really? Because they're playing like a, like a big, big arenas, like 12,000-seater arenas. Yeah, yeah. You're seeing them at the theatre? Oh, I don't know. I was given like a mock-up ticket. I just that's know exciting. I'm hey, that's very exciting. Yeah. I like them. I like, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I do. I like them as well. I like them a lot. It is Milton Keynes Theatre. How funny. I thought they were playing like arenas. Um, oh, well, there you go. Well, have a good night. Um, yes, yeah, so it would just be me. Who's producing me tomorrow? Hayley, is it Hayley? Okay. I think it was Hayley. Um, and then back on Friday, last last show for a while, because I'm off, guys. I'm off. Um, so last last show uh, there for a while. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, the, the Daily Mirror has done what it often does when there's when there's no there's nothing to write about. Page eight or ten, they'll put they'll just put in like a silly survey or a silly quiz. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's do the silly quiz. All right. Uh, are you lost for words? Name that tune from the lyrics. Meghan Markle certainly didn't seem lost for words. Sorry? Meghan Markle... This is how it starts. Meghan Markle certainly didn't seem lost for words. But one in four of us don't know the lyrics to God Save the Queen. A recent poll found many to struggle... Many struggle to sing along to the national anthem. Yet American Meghan put us to shame as she belted it out with future husband Prince Harry during a Commonwealth Day service at Westminster Abbey. Imagine you got, like, with a boyfriend, Kath, and um, you had to learn a song about his nan. Wouldn't that be weird? Wouldn't that be a weird thing? And then sing it in front and, and be watched by millions of people singing it, a song about his nan. But is it just the national anthem or are we bad at remembering songs in general? How well do you know the words of these iconic songs? All right. All right. Um, bring me my bow of burning gold. Jerusalem. Oh, okay. I walk down the lane with a happy refrain. Singing in the rain. Wow, you're going to go straight through. I don't know if I'd know these. Um, okay, because I'm easy come, easy go. Um, uh, it's Bohemian Rhapsody. It waved above our infant might when all ahead seemed dark as night. Oh... 
I wouldn't get this. Is that is that the Star Spangled Banner? No, it's the red flag. The exact opposite. Um, <laughs> take a sad song and make it better. Hey, Jude. When Britain first at heaven's command arose from the azure main. What Ooh. the flip? No. Rule Britannia. What the, what the hell is this one? We're Asta Binsin Asodi. Oh, I know this. Ilti Morbata. What is that? Whereas the Vincent's I saw these. Okay. I saw thee on ill. It means on Ilkley without a hat. You end up dead and being eaten by worms. <sighs> Those days are past now, and in the past they must remain. No. Flower of Scotland. I mean, I don't. I mean, some of these uh, uh, regrets I've had a few, but then again, too few to mention. Well, my way. The pipes, the pipes are calling. Danny boy. Parsley, sage, rosemary, and thyme. <laughs> Scarborough Fair. Through the storm we reach the shore, you give it all, but I want more. Oh. With or without you! <laughs> Again? <laughs> um, wider still and wider shall... Shall our bounds be set. Yeah. Uh, land of hope and glory. They're all crappy songs. I mean, really... They're all tests of how old-fashioned you are. Yeah. <laughs> um... Turns out, very. Uh, yeah, they're rubbish. That's, that's a waste. Of, that's a waste of time. That's that's, that, that's that's all all killer, all filler, no killer. Um, here we go. This is what we want. I liked your Yorkshire, by the way. Thank you very much indeed. A dozen women brawled in a pub car park after a seven-hour booze binge watching male strippers on Mother's Day. <laughs> Traditional. Here's a poster for it. The Woodman Arms, Mother's Day. The what, sorry? The Woodman Arms, Mother's Day. Male strippers, treat your mum to something different. Um, and there's um, a mum sat on a stool um, with a naked man's arse in her face. <laughs> there's a mum on the floor um, with a man who's just got his jeans on but is down so you can see his pants and he's pretending to give her one. <laughs> there's a mum riding on top of um, a man He's pretending to give a um. What happened to going to church and getting some daffodils? And then there's two mums being arrested. Around 100 had packed inside to see three muscle-bound performers starting at 3 p.m. Wow, that's early, isn't it? But things, uh, listen, you can't, you can't put a time on love. But things turned ugly outside at around 10:25 p.m. The Woodman wow. Arms in Normandy, Middlesbrough, had advertised the free free event with a poster. Stop. So it starts at three. By ten o'clock, they're kicking off. So they've been in there for seven hours. Yep. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, a free poster would treat your mum. So among the crowd was actress Gabrielle Green, who starred in the CBBC fantasy drama Wolfblood. Who's she? I don't know. No. Gabrielle Green. Let's have a little look. Gabrielle Green. Here we go. Let's have a little look-see. Um, no, I don't recognise her. Um, um, she told followers on Twitter, Imagine, I've come home to take our mum out for Mother's Day and she's got me watching effing strippers. <laughs> First on for a 15-minute set at 4pm was Glenn Watson, 23, dressed as an odd job man. Very odd job. Next was Johnny Hunter, 28, of Washington Tyne and Ware, wearing a police outfit. He said that as he went to go on stage, a doorman told him, 
They're wild in there. You've seen nout like it. <laughs> Johnny added, I don't know if that was just because it was Middlesbrough. I thought it was strange having strippers that early. It was rowdy. They were cheering and screaming and whistling. Some, well, some were game and were up for it. I got them to suck a banana and lick cream off me. They weren't shy. Listen to who's up after this fella. After me was Sergeant Sex, the soldier. (laughs) Sergeant Sex. I'm guessing not his real name or rank. I don't think they're allowed to do that in front of people. (laughs) The strippers each paid £100, left at 6pm, but many of the crowd were still there when fighting broke out. One witness said it was mayhem, despite a couple of men trying to break things up. They're women, you see. Frenzy. A frenzy. Another said they were all hammered. There was a lot of pushing and shoving, but it didn't look like anyone was in danger, apart from falling over. Um, Pub worker Dave French insisted on Facebook it wasn't the regulars. Police said two women of 24 and 30 were arrested and given £90 fixed penalty notices for being drunk and disorderly. Gosh, but when the police turned up, they thought it was uh, an encore. Sergeant... <laughs> Sergeant Sex. Standing to attention, sir! Flanked by corporal Why punishment. aren't you allowed to show um, an erect penis on television? Oh, um, outraging um, public decency, I think. It's the same thing. It's what you can makes... show it at the angle of the mull, and Kin- uh, mull of Kintyre and no higher. It's what makes babies, though. It's how we make babies. Yeah. I, always think, I always think it's weird. I don't want to say I want, you know, hard penises on, like, EastEnders or <laughs> or um, Mr Tumble or anything. I don't want any of that. I never watch the telly either on EastEnders. But, um... Uh, but why? I don't. I don't get it. I don't get why at six o'clock in the evening you can see a dead body. Mm. At ten o'clock in the evening you can't see an erect penis. You can't see a stiffy, a yeah, boner, but, but, a hard on. You can't. And that's what make. But that's what makes babies. The only time I've uh, ever seen an erect penis that wasn't mine. Is is in pornos, and even then, even then, in British pornos, often you you didn't for years and years and years. It'll all be cut out, but in pornos, and I don't get it. And I think it's a weird thing. And I, do you know what I do? Genuinely, I think a lot of uh, hang-ups that young men have about sex, because put in porno, everyone's got a massive dick, right? It, it, I, I think a lot of hang-ups that um, young men have about their bodies is about the size of their penis, right, and the shape of their penis, because penises all go from different angles and all different sizes, right. And if, if if all you see, the same, I know it's the same, same for women, women yeah, yeah, yeah. but if, if all you see is, you know, um, like a, a, a nine-inch dick in a porno film and you're thinking, God, jeez, I'm not, I'm not, you know, and I, I picked a small one, obviously, ho, 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 but you think, oh, God, I'm not anything like that. If you saw normal mm-hmm. erect penises... Think what? Yeah. Everyone would, people would feel, men would feel a lot better. I think women would feel a lot better. You know, not you know, waved around all over the place. But it, 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 what in what kind of scenario though? Because you know, the average film, yeah. the, it's a bit, a bit much for, to ask the actor yeah, yeah, to yeah. do that because they're not actually having yeah. sex for real. Oh, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not here to to pitch an idea for a movie or a drama. But I do think that it, it's really, we have this really weird, interesting hang up that we sorry to see dead people and tortured people and hear of horrific, you know, sexual abuse and stuff. But the things that give us life, the you know, the 
um, hardened penis and the moist vagina. These things create life, right? And we're not allowed to see it. And someone will complain that I've said those words. But the thing is that now kind of porno's gone mainstream because people get it on their phones. Kids are looking at it on their phones. I read something in the paper, horrific, uh, yesterday, saying that girls of 15 are going in to try and get... um, V- vagina modifications because yep. they think they're weird. Yeah. It's like, oh. and yet people are horrified by women breastfeeding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, thing yeah, it's yeah. designed to We're, do. As a, as a, um, as a, come, come here, Paul. Come here. We're just talking about erect penises. <laughs> Welcome. Yes, um, I just as, as a species, we're screwed up. That you can see a dead body, you can hear all. You know, but we can't see the things that that give us life. Anyway, <laughs> sorry, Paul, we went off on a bit of a tangent there. Nothing wrong with that. Um, uh, what you got for us tonight? Well, um, I've had a fascinating conversation with a woman who couldn't stay up late because she got to be up very early in the morning yeah. to look at medieval church graffiti. Oh. And she spotted oh. some in Hampshire. And I had no idea there are 12 groups around the country and they specialise yeah. in locating logging and kind of deciphering medieval church graffiti. Yeah. It was a way of leaving coded messages. The Knights Templar's been mentioned by this woman. And also, of course, it was around the time, the one she's found in Hampshire, of the Black Death. And the imagery she's found is really like the imagery in both um, Ingmar Bergman's The Seventh Seal and uh, Bill and Ted, when they play Twister <laughs> with death. But, of course, in The Seventh Seal, they play chess with death. Yeah, yeah. And this is what they've got images of. So we're, we're going back in time to wow. the Dark Ages, the Black Death, and a bit of Howard Hughes-type conspiracy Templar theory. Because everyone thinks that graffiti and stuff is like a modern thing. and it, But, but of, course, of course not. People, people see a bit of wall or, a, or yeah. you know, a bit, of, bit of wood or something, and they go... Ooh, I'm going to write something in and there. And they found one in the from the 1950s of this church, yeah. and the initials are there, and it's a choir boy who's drawing himself, pouring himself a bottle of beer, and they found the guy, and he's apologised to the virgin. Oh, oh, he's down the Wonderful. He's into the same little village. All that, oh, that was me. Sorry, sorry about that. Oh. That was me there, doing that little, himself having a cheeky beer. I've got a thing, <laughs> when I've got 30 seconds. I've, got, I've had a brilliant idea for a documentary, but no, I'm the only one that finds it interesting. You know you get, like, old records from the 60s, and it will quite often have someone's name oh, on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to reunite those albums with the person who wrote their name on it. my father-in-law had stickers made when CDs first came and he thought they were going to be so valuable and he's got his own name and a full address and postcode <laughs> on his CD collection. <laughs> he loves being teased about that. My mum ruined her Beatles albums by putting Linda Jennings no, number oh, 32 yeah. Essex Road. Uh, Paul Ross is on from one o'clock. I will be back tonight at ten. Until then, from all of us, thank you very much indeed. Ta-ta!